0: Well, Welcome back beautiful and amazing human beings my name is luke Grunowski here of thebestpoliticalshow.com as of course we are going to be going live for the next two hours discussing all the latest and craziest news happening and developing right now as of course there's a lot of things happening in new york city with donald trump as well as a very outspoken elon musk that just took to twitter and is blasting illegal immigration which some people tie to a huge increase of crime there's also a lot of other stories that we will not be able to discuss here on this particular platform and then we'll be going to greener pastures and to platforms that actually allow free speech as there's some people even talking about ufos in ukraine what's really going on here well Stay tuned for the next two hours and we're going to be talking about that plus a lot more. And in the meantime, as of course you guys are in the beginning of this broadcast, share it with your friends and family members. It is more imperative than ever as of course we are here as an independent media organization for so long, mainly because of your help and participation. Trust me, the people over at Google, Mr. Eric Schmidt and others... uh, really like us and the only real way to get our message across is for you guys to be active to be engaged and to share this broadcast which really does mean a lot to us you guys get to also participate in the conversation and one simple and easy way for you guys to do that is to go to lukeunfiltered.com as our producer will now be putting that link in the chat room so you guys could check it out you guys could sign up and for less than eight dollars a month, you guys get the ability to call into the show and ask us whatever questions you want. When of course we move over to another platform. That conversation is very interesting because we don't screen questions, we don't tell you what you could say or can't say, as we're gonna be on a free speech platform that allows you to do whatever you want. And we definitely encourage you to do that. Yesterday's caller was pretty awesome and was right on the money, especially asking a very, very, very uh good question that started some very interesting conversations you could be that person right now just by simply going over to lukeunfiltered.com as members also get an in real life meetup this saturday 4 p.m eastern in fort lauderdale florida where clint will be jumping out of a cake in a bikini with baby oil all over him just for your I guess viewing pleasure and enjoyment—if if, I guess—I guess i guess you call that. As of course, we're also going to be reading your super chats, your rumble rants, and of course, we also have mysuperchats.com activated, where your super chats actually get to show up on screen. Mysuperchat.com is the website; it's also down in the description below, and of course, when you use that. We get, of course, 3% of a service charge, not 30%, like we do on YouTube uh, Super Chats. So uh, check out mysuperchats.com as, of course, joining us for this very interesting, crazy conversation that will definitely be all over the place is... Mike Harlow, Mike. For the people who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself?
1: Hey, uh, my name is Mike. First of all, I'm missing you jumping out of a cake.
2: I know, dude. I Saturday. Changed, I should got- change my train back. Extend, extend your totally. trip. It's it's going to be worth it or not? I don't know. It'll <laughs> be worth it.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> my name is Mike. I have a YouTube channel. It's just my name, Mike Harlow. I'm on the Twitter at not Mike Harlow. I guess it's, I guess now it identifies as X, but I kind of refuse to call it that.
0: I know. I like to say Twitter too. It, it just I, it, I, feels you know, it feels way better. It you tricks. know, you, you feel you feel mm. uh, you feel dirtier saying X. Clint feels dirty all the time. Clint, yeah, how man. are you?
2: I'm, you know, just got a shower. Still feel filthy. Clint Russell, host of Liberty Lockdown, co-host of Tower Gang. Don't watch that. Definitely watch. Liberty Lockdown. Though I dropped a a deep dive last night that was very sad. As you guys know, I am currently suspended from the YouTube. So you gotta find me over on Rumble. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere else. And while you're subscribing to Liberty Lockdown, please pick up your phone and also subscribe to the best political show where you can find the RSS version of our show and make sure you never miss an episode. We got Steph on the buttons. I'm I'm gonna get like a little uh, chocolate cake. I'm like Clint. You gotta jump out of this. Let's see.
0: (laughs) Let's see what you could do here. As of course Atlas is also joining us here for this conversation. And so is Stephanie, that we're going to be hearing about her DMs as she uh, invited you, the the very (laughs) loving, generous general public, to DM her uh, last night. That had to have been a nightmare. Uh, So uh, Stephanie's going to be telling uh, 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 us about this uh, later on in the broadcast when we're on Rumble. Right, Steph?
3: Oh, yeah. I'd love to share the insights.
0: Well, I want to hear about this.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Steph WRC on X. Steph, we are change on Instagram, ready to push buttons.
0: All right, let's just get right into it. As of course, the first story that we have here is Letitia James going on Twitter and taunting Donald Trump, updating how much money he owes the city. As of course, he was just told to pay three hundred and fifty five million dollars in a fraud suit. As every day there is interest that builds up on that, as of course, the New York City city justice department and the jury that they have available for donald trump let's just be honest here is a little bit biased here as of course the larger point that i'm trying to make here was actually made by alx on twitter who said while new york is waging lawfare against donald trump They're releasing violent, illegal aliens into our streets. And that's exactly what's happening. As, of course, we have ICE statements, we have documents, we have recorded incidences of many violent criminals who committed very violent actions and then literally released to the general public within hours. What in the world is going on here? Because if you're living in New York City... Mike, I know. I know you live there. I lived there before. If, if you defend yourself, if you stand up for yourself, you're, you're going to jail. You're going to be fully prosecuted. If you're Donald Trump, if you're his lawyers, if you're associated with him, you, you get caught up in something, you're going to jail. But uh, illegal alien? I mean, wh- wh- why not? Everyone just identify as an illegal alien from now on. If be. that's the treatment that you're going to be getting here, you'd be better off.
1: You'd get more rights. Whatever happened to having to them not wanting to have the appearance of bias or there's no pretense anymore of them trying to be even handed or
2: unbiased in any way. It's, it's really disturbing. Um, you know, it's so, it's so obviously political persecution and, you know, I, I, have to repeat this every time I defend Donald Trump. I didn't vote for the guy either, either time, never voted for the dude. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that w- wrong is wrong, and the guy is obviously being, uh, you know, uh, I think he's being aggressed upon. They're trying to rob the dude of a half a billion dollars. the The interest alone is over. I think it's like a couple hundred thousand dollars a day. Uh, it's it's just egregious, and I don't, I do not, for the life of me, understand how those that hate Donald Trump can't see that the weaponization of the judicial system is going to come for all of us. I mean, eventually it wills. I mean, not the people that are within the state, obviously they'll be fine, but I'm talking about everybody else. All the people that are voting for these scumbags, like it's going to come for us. Too. Yeah, I, I voted, I
0: voted for Trump twice did you and uh, criticized him heavily
2: <laughs> when he yes. was in power <laughs> and
0: still get called someone who has trump derangement syndrome which uh, is nonsensical from from neoconservatives and <laughs> all these bureaucratic beckies that never voted for him or voted for him once and i'm right. like yeah. dude d- 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 i mean b- but also the libertarians weren't giving us much uh, well, i don't know i'm going to i don't gonna know agree. what i'm going to be doing this year since clint might be the vice president on the libertarian party well, you're going to have to vote for uh, trump I might, obviously i might vote <laughs> harder for donald trump now <laughs> than i did before Uh, But 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 no, uh, the the, the Aleppo guy, the the Black Lives Matter lady, they were horrible libertarian candidates in both of those elections. And I was like, I can't vote for them. I I voted for Donald Trump and I expected him to do more about this particular topic. But let's be honest here. When you look at his record, you compare it to Barack Obama. Barack Obama did more about immigration than Donald Trump did. And, and and I would argue that based on the statistics that, of course, came out there. You got all these Trump supporters being like, no, but but look at the last two years. I'm like, you're talking about the lockdown years? You're talking about when travel wasn't allowed anywhere? Like, mm-hmm. what, what are you talking about here? He was involved in some le- in some legal battles that he wasn't able to get out of. Sorry, Mike, you look like you have something to say here. No, I just
1: agree. I'm the same way. I'm voting for him not thrilled to be, but I still get told I have Trump derangement syndrome. But these people create Trump supporters. I mean, they call anybody who speaks an unapproved thought a Trump supporter. So they put you in a position where we just cannot allow what's happening and there's no option but to vote for him. Do I think it'll do much? No, I think he's all talk. He's a complete smoke screen. He's a distraction to keep us not looking at what's actually happening. And I think even if he were to win and get in again, he'll do nothing. It'll be all talk once again. Oh my God. You're
2: so deranged. Trump is our hero. How (laughs) could you possibly, (laughs) but here's what I don't
1: understand about the libertarian party though. So everyone I know who's in the libertarian party, much like Republicans hate it. So I don't understand. Like if you want a party that sucks and is horrible and hope to fix things, there's the republican party which sucks and is
2: horrible. Well, in fairness, many of the people that hate the LP are are actually they're left-leaning. So like they would be better suited in the democrat party. I think that the divide is that there are many people that are like even though they don't want to institutionalize they either lean more progressive or they lean more conservative within the libertarian banner and that divide exists with the libertarian party as well. I understand the point though. I mean, there's, there's been, uh, you know, theories and, and th- this battle has, has raged for decades where they've talked about the paleo strategy of, of trying to infiltrate the GOP and make it more libertarian. And and let's be honest, it has worked to a certain extent. Ron, we we Paul, saw it work Paul with New Hampshire
0: and the free state project very effectively. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, but, and, but sorry, go ahead.
2: Yeah. I mean, Thomas, Thomas Massey, Rand Paul, Ron Paul, like, uh, Justin Amash, There has been some real legitimate libertarians that have been uh, at the highest levels of federal power, uh, but they have all done it under the GOP banner. So I think that it's it's kind of like it's a purity test for yourself. You know, can can you like I, I personally can't deal with Trump because of what happened in 2020. Like for me, that is so, it was so, so bad that like, no matter how much better he is than Joe Biden or the, I mean, it's not even Joe Biden, it's the entire democratic establishment that I, I really despise with every fiber of my being, but it's like, you didn't stop them, dude. And like now you're now you're running on I'm the guy that's gonna stop these people. It's like I don't believe you. If he, you
0: can't stop hitting the table, I'm sorry, uh, Clint, <laughs> uh, we're we're gonna give you a chance I thought it would be me gesturing too hard. here.
2: by the way, I got a DM from someone who says that they can't hear it on the mic when I'm doing it, but I, I, I can't I'll, I'll try we not could to. hear we can hear it reverberate
0: everywhere. But but for me the decision was kind of clear because I was like, Oh man, the way that things are shaping up, the way that they kind of weaponized the the kind of intelligence agencies against Trump, even though he was trying to appease them and trying to appease the corporate media in some ways i i saw this as holy cow uh, biden's gonna tank this economy he's going to be the perfect puppet at, at least we won't get everything we want with trump but right. at least we'll get a, a, a really crazy ish show at least it's going to be entertaining <laughs> at least at of, least they're going to be losing their minds more i'm oh, over man.
1: i'm and, uh, over yeah. the entertainment i'm yeah. over it i want i want someone but i'm like i just want issues to be fixed i feel like it's worse than the fact that he didn't stop them he you know his people who are so into him still is support. A lot of his supporters have all these excuses that, Oh, he didn't know. And he was duped. First of all, I like presidents who don't get duped. Second of all,
2: it's sort of like in, I like soldiers who don't get caught. <laughs> yeah. John, John McCain, you, 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 you end up in the Saigon. You, are pathetic. Sorry. But you know he,
0: he <laughs> his was uh, attacks on John McCain were pretty brutal, <laughs> and I, that got my respect. I'll be oh, honest here. Of course,
1: here. I love that. I, yeah. I just love how Megan McCain is still butthurt. But um, no, it, it, she blocked a, me.
0: Oh, I don't even know oh, for just. why. I might I might have talked trash on her. I, oh,
1: I, you I
4: better
0: really? lie. But uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> no, but um Luke is not I kind.
0: I can I can't shoot my shot anymore.
2: Luke is not kind <laughs> to the plus-size ladies, let me tell you. Let make sure. Listen, you know I, I mean? have some thoughts
0: about the fats that are not YouTube friendly <laughs> that are uh, pretty radical, um but I'll share them on Rumble. Mm.
1: So. But no, um Trump he was elected to stop the communist takeover of America and it happened on his watch. Vampires
2: can only get you if you invite them in. He invited them in. I, I, that's a great way to put it, and I couldn't agree more. And the the real issue is like it's for me. It's not even that he was duped. It's that he hasn't actually come out and said I was duped. And like it, I want to believe. I want to believe that you. You put Fauci and all of these other scumbags in positions of power and they all manipulated you. But instead, he runs around pretending as if everything he did was perfect and anything that was a mistake wasn't his fault. And it's like, that doesn't fly with me. And I think there's a huge percentage of this country that are on the fence that would probably go to his side if he would just level with us and be like, this is what happened. This is who told me what. This is the reason that I I went this path. But he doesn't do any of that. He just says, I saved 20 million lives. And it was, you know, the... The most beautiful thing that we've ever done is it's it's ridiculous. It's gaslighting. Well, now we're stuck with two parties who
1: support it. There will never be accountability. There will never be any acknowledgement. And it's just supposed to be swept under the rug. Like it never happened. People lost everything. People had their lives destroyed. People died alone. It it was just a way of remaking society. And he was on board with it every step
2: of the way. Our our grandmother's. Perished, well, just literally dying of loneliness while behind Saran Wrap for years. The the last few fleeting moments of their lives spent in utter desperation for no apparent reason or, even worst case scenario, a reason that we can't talk about on this uh, fine platform. But But George
1: Floyd, Our our Lady of Fentanyl, got the whole royal wedding treatment. (laughs) Our Lady of Fentanyl. Some
0: spicy comments there. Um, <laughs> only for Rumble. Uh, only for Rumble. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the Libertarian Party. I mean, who hates Libertarians more, more. than Libertarians? That's right. right. As, of course, now there's a kind of uh, civil war within the Libertarian Party about uh, immigration. Dave Smith is, is fighting uh, some other guy. I forgot the other guy's name. I met him don't, before. Don't worry about it. Um, and, <laughs> Dave Smith's right, so don't worry and, about uh, it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the immigration debate is a very interesting one. I don't know if you want to... Get into it. Obviously, Clint is on his, uh, his. Um, the, the, what's the? Uh, he, the, the. <laughs> what? What do you call someone who has concubines? <laughs> Who, who, whoever clinton sultan yeah yeah yes yeah. so dave's sultan smith's <laughs> concubine clint russell is obviously
2: on dave's side sorry Look, i had to work that it's, one it's, out it's unfortunate that dave is right about almost everything so it's very hard for me to disagree with the guy um you know I, I got involved with the libertarian party because i was a listener of dave's for years i first heard him on uh joe rogan back in 2016 and i was like oh shit this is this is my guy. This is like the young Ron Paul. Um, he, unfortunately, wasn't able to run, which is why I got in and I'm running for the vice presidential candidacy. But as for the immigration issue, it's very simple. Like The libertarians don't believe in public property. They think that property ought to all be privatized. Until that is the case, this is the key, until that is the case, you have to have some reasonable regulations when it comes to public property, because if you don't, it is completely detached from what a private owner would likely do in that scenario. And in this case, what we've seen is because libertarians advocate for a total hands-off position, not libertarians, but the the libertarians who uh, say that public property shouldn't exist. So therefore there can be no regulations because that's additional aggression. What does that amount to? It amounts to homeless drug addicts in parks and public schools and laying in the street, laying on the sidewalks that have needles hanging out of their arms and civilization is declining right before our eyes. And I just think that the answer that the libertarians should have in that moment cannot be open borders. It's insane.
0: Yeah, we can't have open borders and a welfare state. It doesn't really add up. It doesn't really make sense. And uh, one of the uh, biggest critics of open immigration right now is an immigrant himself, Elon Musk, who just took to his own platform and said, quote, the ability to discard your identification documents from any country, walk across the southern border, and claim asylum has turned America into a refuge for the wor- world's worst criminals, as he, quote, tweeted, and wokeness, and the Bloomberg article that describes how uh, violent criminality is at an all-time low in uh, Venezuela, a 22-year low, as, of course, a lot of people have fled Venezuela. Now, I did some on-the-ground reporting in in Venezuela, uh, especially during the peak of its kind of Uh, crisis uh, the the peak of its kind of demise and uh, i'll I'll tell you i'm I'm very lucky to make it alive out of that country it was absolutely insane to see just how much economic devastation failed fiscal government policies could cause on local populations that left a lot of innocent law-abiding citizens literally running for their lives in many instances as police officers Weren't there at all to protect them and literally told you, you're at a red light. Don't even stop. Just keep going, especially at night, since the likelihood of you getting carjacked is extremely freaking high. Uh, A lot of those people who, uh, of course, were around that criminality, a lot of the people who were those criminals, who, by the way, had a huge abandoned freaking skyscraper in the middle of town that they kidnapped people to and extorted uh, their, their families for money to a lot of them let's just be honest here if you're one of those people you're seeing a situation where you could get into the united states you could get a free airplane ticket you could get a free bus ticket you get free lunch dinner breakfast you get a free hotel you get you get a debit card from uh, new york city hell yeah i'm taking that opportunity especially if i get a second chance and i think it's fair to say that a lot of those opportunistic individuals came to the united states and now we're dealing with the larger kind of ramifications of it which is pretty freaking serious and um, is elon musk hyperbolic for describing these people as the world's worst criminals i don't think so from what i saw in venezuela now are these people here in the united states I think so. What do you guys think? I disagree a little bit. I think the world's
1: worst criminals are actually the Democrat politicians that allow the borders to be open and allow them all to
2: come here. Well, let me correct Mike. It's actually bipartisan. It's just the American political class uh, are the worst criminals. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, I Um, I mean, I I think that it's obviously true that that there has been uh, a record setting year after year illegal immigration flood into America, and I think that if you actually look deeply enough into it, it's quite clear that it's a United Nations and NGO-funded operation that's being ran. It has been run on the uh, the rest of Europe for the past decade plus, and you've already seen the the civilizational issues that they're dealing with as a, as a consequence. So um, this is why you know Dave Smith and myself and and a handful of others in the libertarian community have have gone to bat on this issue and and tried to. Kind of course, correct what we think is a very misguided, perse- uh, you know, perspective and policy proposition when it comes to open borders. I think that open borders in this moment, given that this is actually a government-funded, I mean, we're literally being robbed to be invaded. Like, and your your answer is good. I mean, uh, no, your answer is I don't want to be robbed, but the invasion's fine. I, like, I'm sorry, like that that can't be the answer either. So, I think that it, I think that people really need to wake up to. The, the nefarious nature of this. It is not organic. You don't go from three hundred or 400,000 people annually. My entire life, that's what the figures were. And now they've 10X'd, 10X, and you think that's organic? You're tripping.
0: Yeah, I mean, my time in Venezuela was very uh, eye-opening, to say the least, because you saw the government incentivize policies that spurred on criminality, that kind of promoted it, that allowed people to get away with it. There was huge signs everywhere saying... Do not bring your firearm into this place. Do not dare smoke a cigarette anywhere near this place and uh, everyone wasn't listening to any of that. As Of course, the, the, the criminals were running loose. The criminals that were tied into the same kind of political ideology uh, as as the Venezuelan government was, was able to get away with a lot more than individuals who, of course, didn't believe in the same political ideology. And we saw the weaponization of the justice system in Venezuela. We saw rampant criminality that was normalized by the state. And now we have crazy situations where, uh, again, I met a lot of Venezuelans during my trip. Yep. Some of them were salt of the earth, amazing human beings that uh, were some of the realest people that I met in my life. And then some of the people that I saw, met, was around, you could just, you could just kind of see. I remember this one specific uh, guy that I was around. You just felt the energy of death around him. You looked in his eyes and you're like, this, guy's, this guy took people's lives and he does it and he's gleeful about it and he's happy about it. And I was like, wow, that is. it was like an out-of-body experience just walking around Venezuela With uh, my uh, kind of hired help, we hired some, like, gang members to, like, walk us around and, like, protect us with their... you know, uh, I, I, I can't give up too much of
2: the details here, but... Uh, I, I, I've had similar experiences in uh, South Central, Los Angeles. Like This is not just a Venezuela uh, thing. I mean, there's some... There's you're some running areas. into a
0: Becky or Karen getting her uh, her, uh, <laughs> her donuts. is not the same, okay, Clive? That's
2: not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, I had to go and, and uh evict, Go to a muffin shop. No, I had to go evict people from the hood not a good idea looking how to evict people from the hood clint russell confirmed slumlord <laughs>
0: <laughs> you heard it here first yeah well, what, what were the tech tech techniques there what were you, you using
2: well actually i was going around offering cash for keys i was trying to negotiate to avoid having the sheriffs come and have to you know potentially violently evict people um but they did not like to have conversations with me so i got out of there about as fast as i could uh but you know many of the foreclosures I had to I had to manage uh were not in that area but that area in particular was absolutely horrifying when I when I drove down the street I heard people going whoop whoop like they knew I was five zero or something like right away they thought I was some undercover cop it was crazy man you do look like a cop
0: I mean you were hanging outside yeah. of that donut shop a lot so it does make sense <laughs> and that's usually a watering hole that, that was for good. all the police officers I, you know, most of Luke's jokes are <laughs> just mean. that was actually pretty good uh but we have this story coming from the Gazette talking about how Venezuelan immigrants are now demanding uh, people on social media pay the legal fees of a Times Square uh, shooter suspect. This, as uh, a social media Venezuelan star took to social media and asked the Venezuelan people to unite and put up money to pay the legal fees of a 15 year old who of course is a suspect in a shooting in Times Square. So uh, this is a very similar story to what we talked about a couple days ago where the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl celebration that was also interrupted by another shooter also had a GoFundMe associated to the main suspect in the crime there, which shows you just how brazen criminality uh, is, is becoming freaking normalized here in the United States. And it, it's something that, of course, slowly and surely happened in Venezuela. And all the hallmarkers are there to, of course, this happening here in the United States. But uh, 10 times worse as, of course, um, there's a lot of other things at stake here that are a lot more uh, detrimental to the general public. But
1: it's amazing how they're allowed to do that when it's a shooting that's approved by the regime. Because remember, they took down Kyle Rittenhouse's GoFundMe and all that. It's ins- and there's no. Sh- it's amazing that there's no shame with these people in wanting to raise money and having GoFundMe's for murderers. The, the only words that come to mind are "GoFund Yourself."
2: <laughs> Well, I mean, this is a very easy uh, comparison or analogy or extrapolation from the the border issue. Most libertarians believe that policing ought to be privatized. Uh, But the answer in the interim is not to legalize murder, you know? It's like, we want to have private police because we want to have liability. We want to have um, you know, easier control to hire and fire people. Uh, obviously, public unions are a, are a catastrophe, but the answer cannot be that you abolish the police and you also forbid the option for private policing. You have to have some sort of transition plan, and I think that what we're witnessing right now is essentially a, a push to abolish the police with no fallback plan. Like, we're just going to stop enforcing, uh, enforcing violent crime laws property crime laws and but simultaneously we're going to weaponize the judicial system to go after political opposition and you think that that's going to create a world that anybody wants to live in i mean it's going to be super dangerous people are really sleeping on how quickly these cities could just literally implode on them on themselves like mad max well, stuff. they are they are well you can speak to it better than i can yeah right?
1: i escaped i think i've been in florida about 3 weeks now i moved out i was born in new york city lived there my whole life It's unbelievable. I never thought I would want to live anywhere else. I used to love it. But it is just a fallen state now. It's insane. And it's not even just the things that you would think of, like the crime, the homelessness. Everyone is so demoralized. Everyone looks down. Everyone avoids each other. They did what uh, Al Qaeda couldn't do. They destroyed New York.
2: Are they are they are their eyes down to the ground because they're afraid of. Just like interacting with someone that might hurt them? Or what is the... No, New York City always had this kind of
0: reputation of not, not looking people in the eyes when you're yeah, yeah. in like public uh, my, transportation. My and- son grew up in
2: New though. York and he told me like, do not look at any of the homeless people in the eyes. And, and well, I that, think it was probably good advice. That's when that they get
0: activated a- through your energy. And <laughs> <Yes>. like- <laughs> <laughs> he has money. Let's go get him. He eats well.
1: <laughs> no, so- everyone there is just so miserable and demoralized. And it really is lawless. It's unbelievable, especially there's no such thing as any sort of working class there. It's just very rich people and very poor people. Um, give you, tell you one story. So the apartment I was living in, the landlord at one point decided he wanted to sell the building. So he just decided that for everyone in the building, he was going to just shut off the heat, the hot water, the gas. I had videos of him stealing my mail. He took a scissor, cut the wires to my Wi-Fi. I had to fight for a year in court to no avail. There are just no laws. It's Laws aren't being enforced.
0: Why'd you cut his internet off, Clint? That was not <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. I know yes, you had to right. evict poor he, people. He, by, was the, like... he was
2: the scary guy that said, whoop, whoop, when I came down the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except it was in like
1: hot pants. <laughs>
0: They're in the Lower East Side, so that explains, that explains a lot. Oh, um, but uh, Elon Musk said uh, more about this particular topic, as, of course, another thing that he tweeted just a couple hours ago is this tweet saying, in case you think the floods of illegals is only affecting big cities, quote, tweeting Aaron Seidbarum, who said... What does the migrant crisis look like in practice? The population of a small Midwestern town jumping by 10% in just two years. Police overwhelmed by domestic violence calls, dead babies stuffed into cardboard boxes, an uptick in STDs in public schools, and of course, a crushing budget hole. As he specifically quoted a Washington Free Beacon article That is titled, The Border Crisis Hits a Small Wisconsin Town. Yeah. Um, Some people say this is hyperbolic. Some people say this is sensationalistic. But from everything that we're looking at, I think this is pretty true. I think it's an understatement.
2: Yeah, I mean... I. I think that it's there's probably uh, certain towns and cities where this it is being overstated. You might have very very m- mild migration. Uh, from someone who grew up in San Diego, or you're from New York, or you're all from we're all from places where there's been a lot of immigration. So I would imagine that there are some towns that are experiencing immigration for the first time in a very long time, and they're like they're panicking. This has been a consistent issue in in most cities in America for a very long time, and I think that it's obviously been exacerbated as the flood has 10x'd. I mean that you. Can't can't you're not making up these numbers i'm not guessing at this this is this is the low estimate this is what the federal government is saying three million plus annually is expected over the next 12 months it's it's just flatly not sustainable and this is why i'm so frustrated with the open border libertarian types because i just think that you are absolutely dooming yourself to have everyone in this country look at you like you're a crazy person because their lives are being uprooted because job competition is is skyrocketing uh, cost for housing to purchase or to rent is is skyrocketing particularly in these towns I'm not talking about every town but I'm talking about the ones that have the migrant flood. Of course, these people are going to become very nativistic and very concerned about it. And and if you ignore them, it's going to turn into real deep-seated racism, too, which if you're not a fan of, I would encourage you to have the right answer right now.
0: Someone in the chat room just wrote, uh, try that in a small town, LOL. And uh, yeah, that phrase didn't really uh, work out for uh, a lot of the Midwestern types. As the article goes on and says... Quote, responding to the influx of migrants has put the town in a $400,000 budget hole. A town official speaking on conditions of anonymity Ah. told the Free Beacon, as of course, he's likely petrified of the Venezuelan gangs that are going to come to his home if he speaks out against the larger immigration problems uh,
2: happening here in the United States. Let's also say, I mean, if you're going to have essentially lawlessness Uh, In in terms of the police standing down when it comes to enforcing property crimes and things like that, that is very ripe for what the Italian mafia, uh, you know, came in and and dealt with they they offered uh, businesses protection, you know, these this is this is where protection rackets come from. So I would not be surprised if you start to see, instead of the Italian mafia being uh, you know, the leaders of New York, you could see some of the Mexican cartels they're taking. Well, we they need to is bring the, back the Italian
1: yeah, mafia. They, it, they kept I, things they're, in they're line. Uh, legitimately,
2: <laughs> they are better than the New York government yes, at this point.
0: They're better than all governments, I would say. At least they gave people a fair chance to actually yeah. survive. They made sure that when they took the extortion money, they took just enough so you could still keep going. <laughs> the government doesn't do that. The, the New York <laughs> City government has no absolute care or consideration for your personal well-being as perfectly demonstrated by all their policies as even the NYPD has released a statement that they're worried about a mega super gang coming together in New York City with, with many rival gangs who are making deals together, who are saying we're going to be working together as they that, that situation makes perfect sense because why wouldn't you do that, especially in a lawless place where you know anyone who defends themselves, they're going to go to jail they're going to be the next white guy
2: that's going to get in trouble yeah i'm gonna do what the hell i want why wouldn't you because you're allowing it to happen i haven't even heard about that story and i just guessed that at it exactly yes of course these cartels are gonna band together and and deal with the lawlessness by by becoming the law themselves i'm sure it's already happening to a certain extent and the police
1: just completely have their tails tucked between their legs um with the last story though i've been wondering for so long how it is possible that people who are i guess you would say on the right or not part of uh, you know the status quo of the people pushing this how they are possibly so complacent and my only theory is maybe some of them are in red states and think they're removed from it. Well, look right here. Whatever is happening now in blue cities, that is just one step ahead of what's coming to
0: red states. I'm trying to find out the um, the article because I remember reading about it about two weeks ago. But it, it it does make sense because why wouldn't you take advantage of this particular situation?
2: And th- this, the, th- this th- is exactly what they did in Mexico, Luke. They they saw a weak government and they said, "We're now the government." Okay. Um, and I mean, this is this is why I'm really concerned about the, the trajectory of this country, because once people are dealing with that, it, I'm not saying oh, everybody's a lot of people are just going to walk themselves right into the boxcars, but a lot of people are going to go the opposite direction. They're going to say, give me not Donald Trump. Stop hitting the table. They're going to say, don't give me Donald Trump. Give me a hard, hard right, Donald Trump. And, and you know, once we go there. It's a brutal brutal time to swing back.
0: Yeah, too much government is uh, signaling more problems for the people of the United States. And I don't care if it's on the left. I don't care if it's on the right. My uh, Polish roots are automatically allergic to any kind of government. And uh, hey, I was a, I was an immigrant myself, but I went through the legal process. I, I got naturalized. I, I did everything like I was supposed to. But now a lot of people don't have that opportunity, mainly because the courts are overrun. Uh, a lot of the people are being just denied the ability to do so. And what we're incentivizing is the illegal action of crossing into the United States without proper identification and without following the kind of laws. So, So clearly, automatically, these people coming in, are, are committing uh, a crime so knowing that they're probably going to be denied access to, to work they're going to be denied access to places to live and uh, why wouldn't they turn to a life of crime since that might be the only way that they could survive and if you're someone from you know let's just say you know Venezuela uh let's just say someone who was previously in, in crimes or gangs before why wouldn't you organize and try to of course help these people out, but also more importantly, help themselves out in the same time. As of course, we have the article here by ABC15. Uh, That describes the worry about specifically a migrant super gang, specifically with Venezuelan super gangs presence in New York City expanding and them recruiting more people who come into the United States. As of course, everyone is highlighting the pictures and the videos of when those migrants beat up two New York City police officers in Times Square. And uh, that just shows you the kind of trajectory that we are on and the serious concerns and issues that I think are only going to be coming more serious and more of a concern for everyone as they're just trying to live their freaking lives. And it's becoming a lot more difficult to do so. As of course, I, I believe even the numbers are skewed here because everyone keeps talking about the official numbers, 2 million people. Well, those are the people that were counted. What about the people who haven't been counted? What about the people of who, course. of course, walked through the border, met their coyotes, met their fellow gang members, met their fellow human traffickers, and weren't accounted for and ended up in a major city, as the number of illegals living in the United States is probably significantly underreported, and the number is probably a
2: lot higher than we even know it Ma- to be. Magnitude's higher. I mean, it just just having grown up in San Diego, I can promise you they're lying. They're absolutely lying. It's it. And for the record, a lot of great people. Like the I think the vast, vast majority of migrants to America are great people. Some I assume are good people. Some, and some I assume are good people. Uh, but the issue is that obviously if you're if you're not vetting this at all, which is essentially what's happening, like you will you will vet some of the people will self-report and they'll come up and they'll go through whatever sort of background check that you require of them. Many of them though, when your your policy is essentially just a conveyor belt of humanity into this country, they're gonna say, Well if they do a background check, I'm a violent felon from, you know, El Salvador or whatever. I'm not going to do that. But I, I have this entire community of people that will, uh, you know, give me housing and shelter for the time being, and and so I can start up my drug trade in the in the states. And many of these are connected to to drug organizations that exist in, you know, Latin America and and throughout the world. Um, it's just, it just has to be, it has to be stopped at some point. And I just, it feels as if there's really no political will to do so. And the GOP is in on it. The GOP is not really interested in, in uh, addressing this, as far as I can tell.
0: Well, there are some actions and moves being made in the Senate right now as some top Republicans are are going after Joe Biden, and they're bringing up the death of uh, Lakeland Riley, which was uh, a 22-year-old woman that was killed by an illegal migrant. And now the Senate is demanding that the GOP uh, specifically, does a call to action to divert fifteen billion dollars from the IRS and to dedicate it to the southern border? A plan that hey, I kind of like it, especially during tax season. Yeah, I really bro. like that.
2: I, I uh, yes, won't. please. Can, can can we do this? Uh, I, I just think- don't know why it's not more. Why isn't it a hundred billion? Take take all. Take the entire funding of the IRS and then just. Put it put it towards the border. Take
0: all the IRS agents right now and put them along the southern border right yeah. now, and they get paid for for everyone they apprehend. <laughs> like, I would love, I would love, make would them love coyotes to, to to see that as of course fifteen billion dollars a drop in the bucket, but a lot of it is being dedicated towards upgrading the IRS. Well, according, and-
2: to, according to Trump, though, that was more than he was requesting to complete the wall. I think he said he only needed ten billion. So. Fifteen billion is not a drop in the bucket. They're, they're not going to do the anything. Issue. They're not
1: going to lift a finger. They're either in on it or just completely castrated.
2: Yeah, or they or, or they nothing. don't have the numbers. Uh, I'm sure there's some of them that are are true believers, but the vast majority are are in there to try and maintain their position of power. And obviously, the establishment, McConnell and and Lindsey Graham and these people, they couldn't care less. It is about the next payday, the next war. Uh, the next constitutional violation. These people do not care about us whatsoever. And this is, I think that's the main reason that most libertarians don't go, get involved with the GOP is that we look at that and we go like, that's not reformable. Like the Lindsey Grahams and the McConnells of the world are, they they hang on to power for 40, 50 years. They rob the American people blind. They lead us into disastrous wars. They skyrocket the deficit. They literally witness the evisceration of the Bill of Rights and they couldn't care less. They're just the worst human beings on the planet and they get elected over and over and over again. It's just, it's heartbreaking. Who are these people that keep voting for them? Is what I don't, I don't understand. know. <laughs> don't tell me, I don't know. I don't know how they keep, it, keep uh, you know, getting reelected. It's amazing. And, yeah. I, and
1: I feel like there are a handful
2: of people in the GOP
1: who are elected that at least claim to have the right views, but even they do nothing. Even they are all talk. What happened to, do you remember? Maybe it's because I was no nothing Democrat at the time. Now I'm just a no nothing Republican, but... <laughs> At the time, I used to look at these neocon Republicans and think, wow, they get things done. Like the Bush, Cheney types. They were evil bastards. But when they wanted something, they damn well
0: got yeah, it. When they it came to destroying it. the Constitution, yeah, they are really great at that. They were.
1: Dick Cheney shot a guy, and the guy apologized to him. <laughs> In the so, face. Yes. In the face. So I'm like, if we could just get a party that has like libertarian, populist kind of ideas, but neocon balls— we'd be unstoppable. See, this
2: is the issue, though. It's not about, it's not about the, uh, the balls. It's about who benefits. The reason that these guys yeah. get these things put through, the reason that the war on terror and all of that was successful, you know, regardless of how absolutely deeply immoral it was, is because it grew the size of the state, and it, and it benefited their donor class. That's, that's the reason that that persisted my entire adult life. Um, and I don't know how you make it financially uh, beneficial to do the right thing. You know, like like there's basically I think this is the reason that we only have usually one or two guys that are in 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 power at a time that have my principles like Thomas Massey or Ron Paul is because all of the libertarians that are dispersed throughout the entire country. We will fund their reelection, but we can't compete in terms of funding 250 congressional representatives to go up against the funding of the Black Rocks and the Lockheed Martin and the Boeings of the world.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I think it's pretty clear. We, we don't need more money for the IRS. We're good. We don't, we yeah, don't need more no. money for audits that have been politically targeting individuals under the Obama administration and probably are doing the same under the Biden administration. We don't need any of that. We're no, okay. We're, Trump, we're fine. Trump says
2: he's going to build them a big, new, beautiful building. Ah. <laughs> That's the FBI. Oh, so, excuse
0: me. Excuse so uh, this is specifically about the IRS. With I, don't, the, I honestly
2: don't know which is more dangerous at this point, the IRS or the FBI. They're, yeah, they're, they're, bo- they're both uh,
0: pretty dangerous yeah. for the, um, the republic, to say the least. But but this senator, Tim Scott, who brought forward this plan specifically saying, hey, the IRS is supposed to be getting fifteen billion dollars million. Let's just send it up to the border. Let's just send it up for border protection and a wall. And uh, hey. I I really like this plan. I think this is a good plan. I think we definitely need to get this idea out there to the general public. And I think the more we start talking about it, the more it could be something that could become uh, something that could be likely. As of course, uh, you know, let's let's be honest here. Congress has failed the American people time in and time again. But when it comes to this latest military industrial complex budget deal for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan— Congress actually stopped a lot of very nefarious big military industrial complex spending that they previously would have approved. So shouts out to Matt Gates. shouts out to, I can't believe I'm saying this, this is the Speaker of the House for making this right move here, and shouts out to this guy, Tim Scott, for actually standing his ground and saying specifically, hey, uh, the IRS, they're not getting that $15 billion. We want to send it to help out the U.S. border and actually have some real legitimate border security. So, uh, shouts out to these guys as of course, Biden and Trump are both going to be in Texas on the border this Thursday as this immigration issue becomes more and more of an issue as uh, you know, the corporate media, the, the Democrats, don't really like uh, people realizing what's really going on here, but they can't ignore it anymore. With Biden coming to the border, do you think he's there to save face? What is this even going to achieve as he's pretty pretty much going to be looking at a crime scene that he committed and uh, he's going to be standing on it for some reason? I, I hate to say it. I think that plan will only be
1: used if uh, Mitch McConnell ever runs out of toilet paper. That's where that plan is going to go. They
2: won't do anything with it. I don't follow that one. But I will say I will say it's obviously, uh, as Luke alluded to. Yes, Biden is going down there to try and point the finger at the GOP and say, this is because the GOP refused to fund our defense spending bill. I'm going to stop hitting the table, but it's very important. I'm trying to be impactful with my words here. That's that's the whole argument is that they tried to package this defense spending bill that included Israel, uh, Ukraine and Taiwan with a. Pittance and a nonsensical policy for the border that should have never even been on the table and screw the GOP Senate for ever putting that up. What a disastrous bill that was. But it, but what it did, what the Mitch McConnell's of the world did is they handed the Democrats an argument. They gave them a defense because they they proposed it. They got it through the Senate and then it died in the House. And because of that, now it allows Biden to go down to the border and say, I tried. I tried, but Congress didn't want to do anything. It's a terrible, it's a terrible argument, but it'll work on the people that don't know anything. As if
1: we don't have years of Biden and Eric Adams and every one of these Democrats saying, come here, Nancy Pelosi, we're a nation of immigrants. Remember when Trump had some sort of, uh, when it was a travel ban, they're like, the Statue of Liberty is crying tonight. They were promoting open borders for years, and now we're we're just supposed to forget all that yep and, g- and many
2: people will we're gonna I get know. you
0: a, we're gonna get you a fisher price uh desktop where you you hit it and funny funny sounds can come I out have, of it can, <laughs> I have one? Uh, can i have
2: one with a mirror so i can stare at myself and well,
0: I would would like the you. mirror uh, is right behind you uh we put it there for a reason for your vanity as of course we have some rumble rants that we should get to right now we got one from bill dozer 74 saying only 12k left to go until Clint gets tased for four hours straight, guys. <laughs> no, no,
1: share the stream this like spread, for your only fans. Wait, wait.
0: Share the stream, spread the word of the electrified gay man known as Clint. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Bill Dozer, and you're correct. We're only 12,000 followers away on a rumble until Clint gets tasered for five hours on camera. It's going to be see, awesome. See, it's going this, to be incredible. This is
2: really hurtful because I know that Bill Dozer. Bill Dozer is one of my people because of his name. So like you shouldn't want to hurt me, dude. I'm like I'm one of you. So it's this is this is this is personal now. It's war, Bill Dozer. It's war. It, it's 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 going to be worth it once
0: we reach hundred thousand subscribers and then Clint gets tasered. We got another rumble rant from Crash Bandit who said someone covered today that violent crime in Venezuela is going down and US crime is going dot um, that's that's the rumble rant uh yeah, the venezuelans are committing it here I, 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 I think that's the argument exactly or or district attorneys are just deciding not to do their jobs and they're saying hey if you commit crimes that's that's going to be fine well, this, someone, this, in the, someone in the youtube chat just gave us a brilliant idea to get a shock collar, and uh, that would be activated with every super chat.
2: I think that is a brilliant idea. Some people are into uh, that.
0: And uh, dude,
2: this g- dude, this dude watches cam girls. That's a cam girl idea. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Did they really do that? Do yeah. They, like, like when they send uh, money, it will go ding ding. And, then, and uh, how do you know that, Clint? Clint? A, uh, I, a, I, I've seen I've seen memes of it. Uh uh-huh. so Read the articles. Uh-huh. I've seen sure. memes of it. I've never seen it myself. I'm not a degenerate. Uh, and like the, the you, Mike Harlow. <laughs> and then the cam girls get tasered every time there's like a super I, I, It's a different device, Luke.
0: Oh. Oh, Just, you dirty, <laughs> dirty man. <laughs> Just a <your> little jolts, <sighs> you dillywhacker. This is why we need to punish him for his impurities. <laughs> we need Seamus Coughlin to come here in like full religious garb. <laughs> we need we need holy water. He needs to have like the the kind of uh, religious. Uh, what, what what do they wear? The the priest the with gowns, the, the hoods. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have we're gonna have, we're gonna have literally is putting holy water on you as you get tasered with a shock collar every time we get a, a super chat. Ben, so we, might get, uh, we
2: could probably get rich if we just we, let me we, like yeah. suffer terribly every show. But I I can't I can't permit it. I'm sorry. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. (laughs) okay. We got another
0: uh, um, YouTube uh, super chat from I'm not your buddy guy saying you have to pick one. Which is the greatest threat? A. Woke people. B. China. C. Terrorism. D. Globalists. E. The Fed. F. The polls shifting. Or G. Russia. Great question. I am not your buddy guy. I would say probably the Fed. Um, I've seen economic devastation caused in Zimbabwe, in Venezuela. I've seen it all over Latin America. I've seen it all over Africa. And holy freaking cow. When the value of your money starts to literally disappear, the time you're in a freaking grocery store as the prices go up, the time you're literally shopping for items, that right there, as, as people are literally eating their pets as they're eating rats, as they, as there's no freaking food, I would say uh, that right there is the biggest danger, Lit. according to my opinion. What about you guys? We'll go around the room, and everyone uh, with, with Steph will pick their greatest threat. Yeah, uh, and well, again, it's woke people, China, terrorism, globalists, the
2: Fed, poll shifting, or Russia. Go ahead, Clint. Well, assuming the polls are shifting, I have no idea if that's true, but I'll okay. I'll just piggyback off of what Luke was the saying. The polls me. are
0: shifting. Get ready.
2: <laughs> I'll mm. piggyback off of Luke because this is obviously uh, true, that it's the Fed. And let me extrapolate because it's not just the suffering of people as they deal with hyperinflation. It's also an entire century of total war. I mean, uh, there's been 100 million plus people that have perished because of central banking. Central banking enabled the state to grow uh, by magnitudes that it had never been capable of doing in the past because they suddenly had the capacity to print money and set interest rate policy, which enabled them to then deficit spend and go to total war, multiple world wars, as well as the American empire, which is responsible for millions of innocent deads over just my lifetime alone. So we're talking immense human suffering that like – and and also because of that our culture has has declined and because of that you have many of those issues that you're detailing including wokeness and communism and all that that's a good answer um, this is why i'm running for office ladies and
1: gentlemen. <laughs> I'm tempted to say globalism. However, I kind of feel like in this country, at least, the biggest problem is compliance. So I'm a little bit—I think I'm going to have to go with woke people because they are the ones who comply and bend over and take it and allow all of this to spread. The tyranny in 2020, if there would have been some sort of mass uprising, if just the people who voted for Trump or just the people who were against it would have put their money where their mouth is and taken action, gone on strike, and not tolerated this, it would have been done in a weekend— So I think the people who comply and allow all of this to spread are kind of the biggest threat. And
2: they have moral certitude that they're righteous, too, which is really scary.
1: That is a bad combination. Yeah.
2: Being wrong and thinking you're 100 percent righteous and moral is really scary. Absolutely. Steph, do you want to give us your answer? What do you think is the biggest threat out
0: there?
3: Sure. I haven't heard much about the polls shifting, but I'm going to piggy off that one and be like, okay. some sort of natural disaster i feel like all the other options are already kind of happening those are already like things that are just going to happen no matter what but i feel like one of the biggest threats is something that you you can't unless you're prepared you're you you you, that's a big threat like you need to know what to do in case something is gonna happen and i feel like um that's one i would pick
1: such a florida answer
3: there's been a lot of floods resets that kind of stuff i feel like that's something that's coming and yeah that's all i'm gonna say
0: all right, we'll see if that happens. We got another um, a rumble, not a rumble. Uh, we got a YouTube super chat from Brian Forsaken as the world crumbles, Portland, Oregon, who says deep in the trenches. I don't know what that is in reference to. But of course, we have another article here from The Squad, specifically Rashida Tlaib, that now is proposing that homeless people in America under 30 should be given $1,400 a month for three years in a program that could cost up to $180 billion. Mike looks like he's in favor of this policy and can't be enthusiastic enough for it, as of course this is the the fiscal irresponsibility that will lead to utter chaos, the destruction of the U.S. petrol dollar, its hegemony and its purchasing power which is in question here, as of Course, the government literally prints money out of thin air. Who are these homeless people going to be? Well, probably illegal migrants. Probably it's going to be a lot more than 180 billion dollars. As we saw, the government can't even hand out checks to every American in an efficient way. They can't even do that right.
2: Well, think think too, this is exactly what the Democrats' entire game plan is. They they get these kids to like he's saying it's going to be the illegal immigrants. No, no, no. It's going to be the Democrat voters. It's going to be the kids that go to college, they live off of student loans, they then come out of college, they can't afford anywhere to live because rent prices are so astronomical because of the central bank and because of the printing that happened, including the lockdowns in 2020. And then you're going to offer them 1400 bucks if they're homeless, so they're all going to just say, I'm homeless. I can't afford to pay my student loans. So then you end up with a cradle-to-grave uh, social safety net, which ultimately debases the U.S. dollar and uh, destroys the greatest country on Earth. When you incentivize negative
1: behavior you will get more negative behavior it's not desirable it's fa- to have fascinating every, how that works huh? yeah it's not desirable to have people being homeless and also what you said is so true shouldn't there be like some kind of law against bribing voters financially
2: yes and in fact uh, it was some of our founders i think may have been thomas jefferson that said that you know, our, our, our nation will stand until people realize that they can vote themselves you know, largesse from the state or something like that, uh, and he's absolutely right uh, the American people have, have gone away from personal responsibility and wanting the state to leave them the F alone so that they can produce and become, uh, you know independently wealthy, and now they just have basically given up and they say give me more, give yeah, me more. You, you shouldn't have the right to give away people's money, that is not yours,
0: like that's essentially what these people are trying to implement this kind of soft version of a you Bi as of course the government wants people dependent on them they want people to of course rely on them to need them because when that happens then of course you have good consumers you have good citizens that of course won't rebel won't question you and will be good obedient little slaves that's that's essentially what the government is doing here all under the guise of Helping young homeless people, when in reality they're okay, going to be creative. creating a whole lot more of it,
2: but to the tune of millions. And and keep in mind too that this was the the what was it called the New Deal under FDR. It was supposed to be just, you know, limited government expansion. And it was only favored by the Democratic Party when it came to Social Security. And then it, it ex- obviously it grew upon itself. It became Medicare, Medicaid, all these other social safety net programs. But now when you see a, a so-called fiscal conservative Republican that's running for office, they don't talk about cutting those programs either. So extrapolate 10, 20 years down the road. Once the Democrats have already, you know, dominated the political establishment by offering UBI to the Democrat voters, then 20 years from now, the GOP will be defending UBI, saying we can't possibly cut that. There'll be people starving in the streets, blah, blah, blah. But the point is, the state only grows. It doesn't shrink.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely in- in insane to see this kind of a larger, bastardized way of thinking. where th- These people think Rashida Tlaib, I, I-, I do believe, legitimately thinks... I'm going to help people, but but she doesn't understand by her actions, she's literally causing huge amounts of devastating action on all the people who would be willing to work, who would be willing to, of course, pay for themselves, to put themselves up by their bootstraps, and she's saying, no, 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 no. We're just gonna take more money from all the hardworking individuals, and we're gonna give it to people who, of course, are incentivized to be on the streets to be homeless. As of course, why wouldn't you do this? As of course, this is something that we are already seeing normalized in places like Oregon, in places like California, where homelessness is the new norm. You're you're seeing tent cities all across the United States. Mainly, I would say, because of big pharma. I can't say too much about that yet because we're still on YouTube, but but also because because of all these policies that incentivized it. You look at what happened to beautiful places like, like Venice. You look at what happened to so many uh, amazing places where people used to live, people used to congregate, people, people used to just uh, enjoy themselves, now filled with bedlam, filled with crime, filled with drugs, filled with STDs, filled with just some of the grotesque, most nastiest, most disgusting behavior, and that's, that's normalized? The American people are not doing good. We're not doing well. And these policies would only make people far off worse since the government would be taking more of their money and redistributing it to, of course, the people who would be doing the most destructive policies to themselves
2: and to this country. I've, I've got to connect this dot one more time, but this all comes back to public property. It, because like libertarians, including myself, believe in, in full drug legalization, that you should not throw people, human beings in cages because they want to use drugs. That does not mean that you get to go onto public property and do drugs and sleep there and set up a tent and just live there for the rest of your life. That's total insanity. So but because you're not you're not differentiating, you're not saying that this is impermissible. You if you want to be a productive member of society that has an apartment, has a house and wants to go and do drugs on your weekends, that's totally okay. But you can't be doing it in a public, uh, you know, playground or whatever. That's totally that's that's how civilization collapses. And what will what will be the consequence? You're already seeing it. People are saying on the conservative side, who had who had grown much more open to the concept of drug legalization, they're now looking at the examples in Oregon and San Francisco, and they're saying, this has been a proven disaster. No, it hasn't been, actually. The disaster has been that you permitted people to do drugs in public. That is the mistake. It's, a, it's really important that people like understand why these policies are failing. If you stop enforcing violent crime or, or public drug use or drunkenness or any of these other things that ultimately collapse civilization... Well, then, yeah, of course, people are going to come to the wrong conclusion. But you have to connect all of the dots to really understand.
1: It, it's horrible. In New York, like the uh, area I grew up in, for example, on the Upper West Side, it used to be a beautiful area. Now it's just tents, abandoned buildings. There are homeless people who have mattresses lined up. Yeah, man. Um, did you guys hear in New York-, New York?
0: New York City always smelled like pee. Now it smells like double the pee. Sorry, yeah. Man. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys see in New York... They put out, they started putting out vending machines with crack pipes in them on public property. And surprise, surprise, it sold
0: out overnight.
2: Yeah, people are people are going to do more crack when you give them crack by
0: cash. drug dealers who literally bought it for cheap and then sold it for a profit that that now that's Gee. the entrepreneurial spirit that of course yeah. we are going to be talking about more extensively on Rumble as of course this conversation will now be leaving Twitter it will be leaving Facebook it will be leaving Kick <sighs> it will be leaving YouTube and finally we will be able to talk freely to you on rumble.com if you want to find us just go to rumble.com and we are right on the front page the first selection of the picks here as of course we have a a super chat that I'm going to read right as we uh, transition off to uh, rumble we have some music we're going to be playing and we're going to be simulating what uh, puppet roleplay just uh, told us to do so uh, stay tuned for that (laughs) you'll understand there's a lot of very spicy stuff that we can't talk about here on youtube so now please go to rumble.com where the conversation is going to be a lot more free a lot more interesting a lot more entertaining as also we will be taking unscripted callers from luke unfiltered members in about 30 minutes if you are a member josh just spam it in the chat room right now sign up and uh, tell me right now in the chat room that you want to call in and I will be picking on you and you guys will be calling in in about 30 minutes from now. Mike, uh, where can people find you before we move over to uh, Rumble? You can
1: find me on the Twix X Twitter, whatever the kids are calling it at not Mike Harlow. I was banned so many times I had to be not Mike for a while, but I think I can maybe let it be known I might be Mike at this point. Um, or my YouTube channel. Check out my show, Microaggressed. Uh, it's just Mike Harlow on YouTube. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We've
0: still got a whole half of the show yes. that, and it's uh, the spicy that, that you could actually be free and you could actually say what you want. All on Rumble.com. Front page. We're on the picks, so go there right now.
2: At Liberty Lockpod on X. Got one hundred and twenty. 5,000? I don't know. There's a lot, and I appreciate you guys, each and every one of you, your beautiful human beings. Not all of you, actually. Some of you say mean things to me, and I don't like you, and I don't appreciate you. But for those that are nice, at Liberty Locked Pod, subscribe there, uh, or follow both Liberty Lockdowns, the show. Dropped a new episode last night. Got a new one coming out tomorrow night as well. Do not miss that. Find it on YouTube, but it's suspended there, because... God hates me. Um, so go to Rumble, go to Apple Podcasts, and while you're there, make sure you enter into your phone the best political show you subscribe to, Liberty Lockdown, and the best political show, and you never miss an episode because you're our number one fan, and we love you very much. Steph, Steph's going to be talking about her DMs that she opened up
0: to our audience on Rumble too, right, Steph?
3: Yeah, it's going to be a really short conversation. So you can find me on Steph We Are Change on Instagram, and don't message me.
0: What did? It claim- <laughs> You can I can't. Me. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait. As of, we got another uh, super chat uh, from YouTube before we officially go off YouTube, I want to read your super chat as we're gonna be uh, role playing this in a little bit here. As we got a super chat from Puppet Roleplay that said, "Hey, Luke." Can you please play Eddie Grant's song, Electric Avenue, when you shock Clint? <laughs> yes. We are going to be doing that. I have the song pulled up, and we're going to be simulating that right now. All on rumble.com forward slash we are changed. See you there. Right now, oh as, God, of dude. course, uh, we have the song here officially lined up. And uh, here, yeah, here we go. And uh, it's let's, let's get right into it. Oi!
2: Won't you take me to...
0: Is know.
2: Close enough. Now in the
4: street, there oh, is violence. And It's
1: like a step away from down. the village, people.
4: <laughs> <laughs> now we so play play and <laughs> and and take out
0: And make it so as much so as he can. Oh, no, we right
1: in the fucking Yes, you heard that right. You're getting tasered right, it right now. am
0: right in the ball for four fucking hours. Oh, I'm
4: so hard at my soul just Can't <laughs> afford to <laughs>
1: thing that's so so funny.
4: me so fine. he going Oh, we're on the We're
1: We're
0: free. You're going to get
1: some are
0: going to see And then
5: For at least four hours. I had a feeling
2: Oh Oh no. Oh
0: yeah! we're Oh to Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh to the, the fun that we get into... <laughs> Again, we're not that far away. Uh, all it is is twelve thousand subscriptions, and Clint will meet his maker <laughs> and, and, and deal with the larger ramifications of his dastardly behavior oh, man. that uh, um, you know he's going to uh, you know face. You know, this is the year of karma according to the Asian Chinese New Year. So uh, it, it really only, it is it is It only makes sense. Gary, Fuck the numbers CP, guy, man. we're gonna oh, have he's Gary. Like,
1: Fuck now, yeah. Dude. yeah yeah, yeah,
0: you could you could say we could say whatever you guys want. As uh, Josh, our our uh, producer here, he's saying that we should change the rumble title to "Coming Soon." Clint to get tased right in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess that one works, uh, Josh. Uh, but uh, we're gonna turn the tables here a little bit and have a little bit more of a serious conversation, specifically talking about a trans person who's getting a uterus transplant not to have a baby but to have an abortion you heard that correctly this video i couldn't believe it i couldn't fucking believe it and when i saw it myself and i was like no fucking way no way that, that we have reached this level of degeneracy this oh, level of bastardized science of eugenics like fucked up uh, gerbils like fucking operations well we're fucking here
2: the worst for last here is a trans activist desperate to get a
0: uterus transplant not because they want to give birth but because they want to get an abortion trans woman to have a successful uterus transplant ovaries and eggs included and i want to be the first trans woman to have an abortion
3: i don't get it
1: i i I want him to be the first trans woman
0: to be thrown in a wood chipper
1: (laughs) You
0: can say that now. It's Rumble, yay! <laughs> disavow. But we are on Rumble, uh, but uh, uh, again, um, just uh, Steph. If you want it to, uh, if you want us to explain it to you, we can. So this looks to be a biological man uh, who literally wants to carve a hole, chop off his wiener and his balls to create a fake vagina and to implant implant a fake uterus in there so he could
2: conceive a baby in order to abort the baby i got to be honest i don't think it'll ever work i think that the the hormones like i just don't i don't but what think if you get you, if you get those hormones blasted in you right I, but i don't think you could ever actually balance that properly that that the that it would be a viable uterus. I don't think.
1: They're gonna start doing like transplants and shit though.
2: Well, I, no, I know that's the concept but like I just, I struggled to imagine that science is at that level that you could actually do that or that we're really close even cause like, yeah, you could create this fucking little like fucking sock thing that that people are referring to as a neo-vagina or whatever. Oh! <laughs> but I mean, you could create that but like everyone still knows it's like
0: yeah, Clint this will still so date you idea. Clint <laughs> will still you know, have sex with you yeah, but but yeah. it's not convenient. he's going to have a neo vagina by the tase him it's not going to pleasur- yeah, yeah. be pleasurable for you for for the person with the, the fake vagina I
2: think four hours of tasing me may turn me into a trans person <laughs> I
0: like how that commentator was like because I, I, first it was like get tasered and then I artificially inflated the number to say <laughs> the whole show was just going to be a taser this guy said you know what we're going to double that we're going to make it four hours of getting Tasted, so I appreciate... <laughs> We've never even
2: I, done longer than a two-hour stream, yeah. when they're like, four <laughs> hours!
0: I appreciate the creativity, I appreciate... Uh, I the, don't! The fuck <laughs> you! Whoever, whoever ingenuity that. that our audience has, especially when it comes to the shock collar here. As of course, previously, when we discussed these issues, the, these were issues that were discussed in, in movies, like in Junior. I don't know if any of you guys yes. saw Junior. It's a 1994 comedy movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger that he literally becomes pregnant. He becomes the first man to conceive and birth a child and now we're living in a warped reality where men are, are able to do that just to, of course, have abortions, which highlights this larger kind of death cult that is usually celebrated by the left. That is usually celebrated by a lot of deranged, crazy ass individuals that that worship death. And and you know, I used to have a kind of different approach when when it, when it came to abortion. I was like, yeah, whatever, let people do whatever they want. Looking into it uh, a little bit, I'm I'm you know personally, I don't I don't believe anyone should be telling anyone what to do with their bodies. But when when you have another body, when you have another human uh-huh. being, that changes the argument there. And personally, I'm I'm pro life. If I if I accidentally uh, impregnate someone, well, well, tough luck. I'm I'm she she could be crazy. Whatever. Tough luck. Wait, wait you but can, keep it. Can Don't these put your people, crazy, Can man. this
3: trans guy can he even do that? Like, why is the conversation even going there? This is all imaginary, right? No, like, no trying to imagine. No, no
0: Steph, no. It's not imaginary. With the advancement of medical science. Uh, even though it's still very crude, even though it's still very weird, they're they're creating like freaking human pig hybrids. Okay, so if we look at what science is is up to, especially the the crazy ass experiments that Dr. Fauci is doing and the gain of function mm-hmm. stuff, this is the public stuff that they're talking about. They're publicly talking about literally creating man pig hybrids. All right, and, and you look at the larger kind of trans surgeries. There are they are very brutalistic. They are very kind of archaic. But with the advancement of modern science... So he can science, make a baby in there? Yes, and then abort it.
1: <laughs> well, here's the thing. And his
0: bonus <laughs> hole. Oh.
1: Here's the thing. The the component of saying, I want to have a baby to abort it, makes it a little bit more extreme. That's
3: even weirder. Yeah,
1: but here's the thing. Take away the abortion part. Pretend it's not to have an abortion. It's just to have a baby. That's just as sick, and this really—the day is coming very soon where I don't know if you just saw—it uh, was I forget what it was. Some medical body said that there's no risk and it's perfectly safe for men who transition into women to breastfeed, yep. to have pus-filled <laughs> male nipple is that possible? scummy drippings going into the baby's mouth. I mean, you pump a dude said, with
2: enough estrogen, I says, guess something's going to come out, but it ain't it's nothing e- good. equally healthy for the baby. I find that extraordinarily hard to believe.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely just uh, just showing you the human horrors that are beyond our comprehension <laughs> yeah. that are here today that are, are kind of being normalized. Now, again, I, I always believed, hey, a person could do whatever they want with their bodies as long as they're not hurting anyone. Uh, I do believe, you know, a human uh, baby... Uh, being conceived is a human freaking life. Well, that's just my opinion, and personally, that's how I just choose to live it. But again, even when it comes to this specific debate, uh, with, with, with what's going on with, with trans individuals, we can't even have this debate. Social media blocks you everywhere. One of the places that you could actually discuss this is... Rumble, sadly, and uh, it's one of the few places that is being desperately attacked by the establishment. And I think you know there there should be a conversation here done from a kind of understanding, empathetic way as well, since I believe there is a larger biological war against everyone that is turning people more towards this uh, this ideology and more towards this kind of ge- uh, genital mutilation that uh, is being normalized by the entertainment industry and the state. There does deserve to be a real conversation here because a lot of these people don't understand what they're getting themselves into. They don't understand the consequences. They don't they don't understand how they're going to be hooked to big pharma for the rest of their freaking lives. And they don't understand how a lot of these doctors are just literally looking at them as a fucking paycheck and nothing else. They're like, yeah, "I'm going to make money off of this person. And we're going to hook him on a bunch of fucking drugs and we're going to make a bunch of fucking money." Uh, normalizing what is only, according to the
2: scientific data, going to be hurting them that much more. I, I think the the bigger problem is that there's a huge percentage of this country and people all over the world, to be honest, that don't see it as a problem. If you're going to be a customer of big pharma for the remainder of your existence, like everybody is taking, uh, it's I think it's over 11 percent of the adult population in America is on SSRIs. I mean, and that and then, but extrapolate from there. I mean, you're talking about. It's it's probably a minority of people, probably a very small minority of people that literally are on no, you know, prescription drugs in this country. I mean, it's it's indicative of an extraordinarily unhealthy civilization, and I think that once you have people that have normalized putting you know exogenous chemicals into your body to alleviate whatever ailment you're dealing with well of course people are going to look at it and go like well of course yeah i could i could have fucking testosterone shots every 3 months for the rest of my existence and have to lube up my fake pussy forever like oh. sounds cool
1: I I take back what I said before. I think that's actually the biggest problem in the country. That is related to so many other things. I mean, it seems everybody is on antidepressants, and people talk about the opioid crisis. We have no concept of the antidepressant crisis yeah. that's happening it turns people into zombies it turns it basically just turns everyone into joe biden oh, and I, I, everyone it also, is on them it
2: also turns a lot of people into school shooters i mean if you look at the people that are mm-hmm. responsible for these these mass uh you know shooting events we all what do we talk about we talk about the ar 15 we talk about their political ideology sometimes if they're you know white then, yeah. then that matters Uh, But we rarely, if ever, actually talk about what are they taking in terms of like psychological drugs. And the answer is almost always they are on something. And I think that until we're willing to have that conversation, this is going to be a continuing crisis and, and it benefits the state because it allows the state to stay in the paradigm of let's get rid of the guns. Yeah. And Bill, Bill, Bill Dozer, Bill,
0: Bill Dozer, 74 said, uh, he's my favorite rumble rant, Dude, ranter, by you, the way, <laughs> he's, he's the best. He <laughs> said, you. bring okay. on man, bear pig. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's uh, people think I'm joking here, but we have the article here pulled up from uh, nature.com specifically titled Japan Approves First Human-Animal Embryo Experiments. And this is the public research that they're doing that, of course, is leading to new organs that are available for transplant, but, uh, of course, are done through many questionable ways. As, of course, a lot of uh, scientists are using new advancements in stem cells, but they're also doing new concepts and new research specifically when it comes to creating Pig-human hybrids. Yes, that's literally something that was discussed and practiced and uh, done in 2017. And this is the stuff that we don't know about. Imagine, uh, and this is the stuff that we know about. Imagine the stuff that we don't know about. Now, question to you, Clint. Um, <laughs> ma- man- man- Makes you nervous every yeah. time. <laughs> you,
2: you have to sleep with one
0: man pig or our trans person the, who uh oh, will bro. have baby. Man, no, pig.
2: I'm going with the trans person over the man pig. Man, come pig. on, man. That's yeah, like, why you gotta do your people like that, bro? <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. Real talk. Real talk.
3: Real talk. I want to know, what's the end game? Like, what what do you guys think is the number one end game for why this trans this like trans movement is being pushed the whole i
2: think it's depopulation i think it's okay.
0: far more uh, sinister with a technocratic kind of ai takeover i think there's a yeah. larger possibility that the ai already might be sentient already might be out there already might be living and controlling a lot of the things that we don't realize because if it did it would be smart enough not to tell everyone that it is doing it uh and what better way to kind of transcend humanity than to make them kind of uh, delete themselves so i agree with clint's point there but i believe a lot of this is also related to a larger technocratic uh agenda that is meant to push transhumanism and what better way to do that than through trans kind of activism
2: i think all you have to do is look at the lockdowns and you can kind of get the answer like they wanted what was the answer it was going to be well, obviously, we're going to turn all of our civil liberties over to the pharma industry. Uh, we're also going to have full surveillance apparatus, including Green Pass and all this other shit. We're going to absolutely extrapolate and, and apply this to the the carbon crisis and all the other nonsense. And we're going to have a man-made bioweapon that eliminates millions of people off the earth, including the elderly, which are usually uh, net tax recipients as opposed to taxpayers. It's technocracy. It's uh, oligarchy. It is uh, dystopic. You what know, about pedophilia? Natural.
3: What about like pedophilia? Like being able to say like pedophilia is my gender. Like I like I need to I love children and like I have to be allowed to do I that. I think that's just already n- saying normal
2: wrong. yeah, normalization of uh, Like turning
3: that turning pedophilia as in like an identity, a gender identity.
2: Yeah. Well, there was actually someone who's running I've Katie Hobbs, I believe. She there was a clip going around yesterday where she was arguing that exact point that it is a it is a I guess, gender or sexual identity or something like that. And I just think it's extraordinarily dangerous. Obviously, like as we, as Luke was saying earlier, it's all good if, if it's consenting adults, like if you're, if you want to, as far as I'm concerned, if you want to fucking butcher your body and do whatever you want, because it makes you feel better, I think that there's a really good argument to be made that it won't make you feel better. But for the, the rare instance where it genuinely helps those people, God willing do what or God bless do what you want. Uh, but when it comes to pedophilia, it, it, if you act upon it, obviously, you are violating in the most egregious fashion uh, the autonomy of a, of a young person, a kid, um, or worse. And it's, you have to go to jail forever for they,
1: that. They want to say that it's an identity, because if it's an identity, that's the next-door neighbor to it being acceptable. Um, I think exactly. the lockdowns were a way of remaking society, and gender ideology is a way of remaking reality.
2: Ooh, Interesting. That's yeah, good I, I, that that's a great point that
0: you made. That that uh, I think a lot of people need to you know comprehend what's really going on here because this is having a very significant effect on on our, our way of life, the way we're, we're able to talk. As of course, you know, even just basic understandings of what's really going on here is denied from from basic reality. You're, Google says no, you can't talk about this. Uh, Facebook, no, you can't talk about this. Instagram, no, you can't talk about this. Twitter, you, you still can. But uh, this is why there's a lot of pressures uh, by a lot of very powerful people to bring down Twitter, to bring down Rumble. And, uh, you know, the the conversation also, I think, also is a perfect distraction from a lot of the other key issues as we're, we're literally arguing about petty differences and stupid ass drama like this story from the Daily Mail that talks about how a transgendered Virginia state senator stormed out <laughs> of the chamber because she was called sir by the state lieutenant there. Again, who gives a fuck? Someone said something you didn't like. Okay, grow the fuck up. Grow a fucking pair. Oh, <laughs> Oh, you cut it off. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> but that seems like a you problem, not a me problem. I don't give a fuck about this spring break. It's sort of Jerry Springer fucking nonsensical fucking drama bullshit. I don't care. I don't care. Who gives a fuck? You, you, you storm off. What the fuck you want to storm off? So, I don't give a fuck. It, Here's the video. <sighs> uh, Lovely, isn't she? Senator. And what would be the exact number for that, uh, Madam President? Yes, sir, that would
2: be 32. Owned.
3: The question is, shall the bill pass? Those in favor of that motion will record their votes.
4: Aye, those opposed, no. Are the senators ready to
0: vote? And of course, the the, the transgender Virginia state senator stormed off. And I I, I honestly think the state lieutenant here didn't do this on purpose. I don't think she was even trying to be mean. I think the, 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 the state
2: senator, transgender person... Looks like a dude. Oh, it was totally an accident. I mean, and this is the thing. It's like, like you can, especially if you're like friends with someone. I think most people that are friends with anyone that considers themselves to be trans will eventually honor their pronouns because that's you, obviously if you're going to maintain a friendship, there, there people are going to want to. Uh, be addressed how they want to be addressed but you if you're in public if you're in a business setting and someone gets it wrong because your appearance comes off more masculine than it does feminine just fucking man up bro <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a that's a problem <laughs> <laughs> clearly also they melt down over
1: words like do you want to know the names we get called like right. they would they would not last a day doing what yeah, we do they call the me man problem. bear pig every day <laughs> the whole
3: pro- the whole issue is that they're really trying to make the public take it seriously
2: Yes. Oh, no, of course.
3: That's like what's actually but the, bewildering. This,
2: this is why I think it It, I'm, I'm trying to like work through this thought process, but it obviously leads to some sort of uh, violation of of our individual rights, because we all like they're demanding that the collective recognize the, them as something that historically we would not have recognized them as. And I think that there's there's some sort of like higher-level manipulation and psychological warfare that's going on with that, in my estimation.
1: That's exactly what it is. They want to, uh, by force, get people to believe that tr- there's no such thing as truth. Truth is not truth. Biology
2: is not right. biology. Individuals can be they's and them's. And it's compelled speech, too, which is what Jordan Peterson Ultimately, became very famous over is that he he rejected that claim because he realized that compelled speech would ultimately lead to towards forbidden speech, uh, and neither are are acceptable for someone who believes in free speech and free thought and uh, you know liberal ideals. Uh, this is why you know these people that that they mask themselves in this cloth of liberalism. They're nothing. They are only authoritarians. Like especially if you're going to fucking flip out because someone gets your pronouns wrong, you're obviously not a liberal. You're a fucking lunatic.
0: Uh, talking about uh, related, ugly, transgendered women, we have <laughs> the latest from Kid Rock, who, of course, came out on the Joe Rogan episode and said some really awful fucking off-the-wall oh things. Oh, We're going to be getting into that in uh, just uh, a little bit here. as Of course, his comments on the Middle East situation or weren't the best dark but we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit as of course we actually have a sponsor here and that includes 1775 coffee we, we barely have sponsors when we do uh, i want to shout these guys out because this is rumbles coffee company Ooh. and we really appreciate anyone who wants to work with us rumble is working with us and they're like hey we'll send you some coffee shout it out and we will because <laughs> on a scale from one to 10. How much do you hate crappy coffee? Well, I for one really
2: hate crappy coffee. 69, Luke. I hated 69 amount.
0: Yes, yeah, 69% uh, for Clint. For me, 100%. And this is why I'm excited to introduce you guys to a company revolting against crappy coffee. 1775 Coffee Co. In 1775, the world awakened to a new era, and now 1775 Coffee Co. is bringing you a coffee that embodies that revolutionary spirit. Unlike the spirit of Kid Rock. Crafted with passion and precision, our beans are ethically and exclusively sourced from the finest coffee farms in of Bolivia. 1775 Coffee Co. Farm to Cup Journey ensures the highest quality, authenticity, and sustainability from start to finish with each sip your palate will recognize, appreciate the dedication and passion that goes into crafting this single-sourced
2: brew. 1775 Coffee Company takes pride in offering customers a truly exceptional coffee experience with their premium coffee collection. But their dedication to this revolution extends beyond the realm of taste. Safeguarding freedom of speech is critical right now. Yes, it is. Which is why 1775 Coffee Company has joined forces with rumble in defense of one of our most fundamental rights, which is freedom of speech. Coffee that's sure to awaken all senses, including the sense of freedom. Choose 1775 Coffee by going to 1775coffee.com slash Luke, L-U-K-E, and use code Luke for 10% off at checkout for your first order. 1775 Coffee. Brewed to perfection, crafted with revolution, wake up and taste freedom.
0: Damn right. And Josh is going to put that link down <laughs> in uh, the chat room so people could, of course, click on it. He already did it. Shouts out to, to you. I'm banning all the spammers. There's like one spammer that keeps spamming, spamming the same thing. I keep muting them, and they keep popping up on, on, on the chat room. So we, of course, are cleaning house from uh, all the it's, spammers
2: it's the one, out there. It's the one commenter uh, that likes me, and looks banning them at me. <laughs> It's It's the it's, one on Twitter it, that just it, keeps it, posting it, pussy yeah. in bio. Yeah.
1: They it, keep saying that to yeah. me. I'm like, how can I put this you're barking up.
0: If if no. there if there only was one person that liked you in there then, then that would have been the case. But uh, no, we we appreciate <laughs> <even> that. What? <laughs> <laughs> i can't help it it's just it's just, it's just too easy sometimes uh, but the, I, I appreciate all the uh, the very kind of witty creative uh chats the chat room's pretty fucking awesome i, I love the people in the me chat too. room i love the community here especially the very kind of uh, creative offensive people we of course will never block you feel free to hate on me hate on clint hate on hate clint, on clint a little bit more <laughs> extra uh, hate on me. and we hair? appreciate you guys very much for participating in the chat room i literally read the chat as the show goes on so as the show goes on i'm in the chat and i'm also in our members area where we will be going now to italian agua man as of course it takes a while for uh, us to actually connect but uh, i'm gonna click now there's going to be a bunch of stuff that happens in between that time i wanted to go around the room and ask everyone's trans name your dead name would be your real name. What would be your trans name? I'll start. It'll be Luquisha. Clint. <laughs> Mike, do you already have one? I feel like you've thought about this.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I got one of those at Dunkin' Donuts, and I'm like, that would be a really good stripper
2: name, So I could be like a tranny stripper. Nice. I've always uh big Kobe Bryant fan. Kobe. I'm going Kobe. You gotta keep the you gotta be like bald trans. Kobe. Kobe. Kobina, excuse me, Luke. Ooh. You're right. Kobe-na. And, and you uh, get, like, K O B E E N A. Steph, what is your? <laughs>
0: Steph's <laughs> like, what the fuck am I doing with these people here? <laughs> <laughs> What's your uh, trans name?
3: Uh, I don't know. I like Atlas. Shrugged.
0: But that, but that, that, your your trans name though.
1: Atlas th- is y- a boy's name. You no, by, it's not. You atlas is a woman's name. name. Go, go
0: by Rand.
1: Rand. I, I can see you
0: being Rand. like a Bob. And Rand, yeah. Whatever. I can see I Bob. can see I can see a Bob. I can see I can see a Rob. Yeah, you look like a
1: Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
0: All right. We're now going to uh Man, who of course will be asking uh us any kind of question. This is all unscripted, all done through, of course, your support of LukeUnfiltered.com. As of course, members will also have the ability to come hang out and be a part. Of uh, our broadcast, as of course, it looks like um, Italian Aguaman has some audio issues. We turned off his mic. We could hear him. The audience can't. Uh, Italian Aguaman, if you can, turn off uh, the broadcast and just focus on your phone here so you will be able to uh, hear us. But there is a, there's a significant uh, echo here. Uh, We could hear you uh, a little bit, but uh, now the the background noise ended. So, yes, we could hear you. Feel free to ask us any question you want.
5: Yeah, um, well, I really appreciate the uh, conversation so far. Um, And, uh, you know, in terms of, um, you know, shocking Clint, uh, I just wanted to share an anecdote from my time in the Marines. It just so happens I got to serve with Eddie Grant's cousin. Uh, this this guy from Ghana. He was from Ghana, and he told me about uh the other interesting thing about him. He told me about uh, when uh, the the Jim Jones thing went down, and uh, what that was all like. And um, <clears throat> but anyway, you know, he he had this accent, mine, He would talk like this. So I um, oh,
0: yeah. I think you're showing what, the front. Now uh, we phone? see you. Uh, Italian Agua, man, oh, we, we see you. We see you right there.
5: Yeah. All right. Um, so, um, so Eddie, you know, he had this heavy accent, and on the radio, we were out on uh, guard at the Ken Blue Beach, and um, there's a little knob on the radio that says "squelch," and I acted dumb like I couldn't say it, and I just kept, well, "What is that? What? what how do? What is that?" And finally he goes i don't know it's a scratch and i uh, i hope you enjoyed that while you're being shocked because <laughs> that's that's all anyone's really getting out of that one um that could be your training name but no uh,
0: squelch that's um, gonna be his new training name uh,
5: no there ain't no training happening here at all maybe like uh if, if i get a like a a, a six speed transmission wrx <laughs> you know that that would be a tranny that, i watch a lot of uh, automotive shows too and i don't think they realize how funny it is because uh, oh yeah we just got this rock crusher tranny that we're going to slam into this uh, <laughs> rock crawler and i'm like they don't realize how crazy that sounds
0: someone should <laughs> make a, a twitter account with just that specific <laughs> yes. like clip and more of those out-of-contact cl- uh, cl- clips uh, yeah, on their four, platforms. Four on the
2: floor right. tranny has a totally different connotation these days. That's a good point. Yeah.
5: But, um, you know, and also I, I think, you know, what y'all are doing, uh, it, it's, it's starting to really resonate with, you know, with what I was doing. I, I, I did work in the Hollywood system for a bit. Um, you know, mostly in Florida, Atlanta, and even Alabama. Wow, you know. Um, but, um, you know, they're dying a slow death. And I didn't really understand how hard it was going to be when Robert Rodriguez said that about 15 years ago. Uh, and I'm really, really seeing it now, with, especially with Rumble. Because at first it was like, ah, oh, we got you now, we got YouTube. But then, you know, they became censorious and ruined it and um, became corporate tube. But Rumble, uh, it really is the real deal, and people, and it seems like um, the the following for it is is more loyal too because it's new. People are really getting into it.
2: Well, but and, and also I because think because now's the are, time to people are in pursuit of uh, open and honest dialogue, which they can't find anywhere other than. Podcasts that aren't on YouTube or podcasts that are are obviously broadcast on Rumble. So I think once people, like honestly, like once you listen to uncensored content, I don't know how you go back, you know? Yeah, and, and people say, Why right. do you do st- why do you still do YouTube? Well, we do YouTube just to show you the comparison.
0: I fucking hate being on YouTube. Right, and then, it's fucking you know, annoying. And then, I like, can't the- I can't speak freely. And then you see you guys see the transition from what happens from a censored platform to an uncensored platform. Yeah. The conversation is a lot more lively, it's a lot more funnier, it's a lot more easygoing, and it's it's more fucking awesome. And shouts out to to Rumble for yeah. providing us this opportunity. But go on, Italian Agua, uh finish off your your thought and well, any no, question I, you might I agree, have. For us. But
5: like like well one thing uh you know what? And it's funny that Clint mentioned, you know, conversational dynamics and I uh, seem to kind of have none because I just ran with, you know, my own shit. I apologize. No, no, you're um, fine. But I, but I do kind of want to just lay something down here for other creative professionals out there. And now is the time to strike. You know, whatever you've been got, whatever you were working on, you know, if you're working on a movie, I know this, this actor, he's like, oh, I need to get my, uh, you know, my uh, demo reel together. I even offered to do him some free camera work. He's a mess. You know, what are you going to do? He doesn't get it. He's all into the Hollywood thing. But when you look at objectively what's really going on, especially with Rumble and the freedom you could put a movie out on rumble and if a million people watch it well there you go you know there's your money um but every creative professional right now i'm just stoked that everything's going the way it is because i don't know it just seems to me like we have by the balls and um so anyway i appreciate y'all and um i don't know about questions uh no, you no, know, we,
0: could, we could go off on what you just said um, and uh, r- respond yeah, to that. it, specifically if we have them by the balls or if we don't. I'm going to give that question uh, uh, to Mike and then Clint when he comes I appreciate back uh, from sitting down on the toilet and peeing. <laughs> As uh, We really appreciate you, Italian Man. Thank you so much for becoming a member of LucanFilter.com. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you so much for uh, enlightening us with your thoughts and opinions. We really appreciate you and of uh, course uh, mike the question is to you specifically do we got him by the balls or, or, or are we kind of fucked here what do you think i hope so
1: i mean he's probably more optimistic than i am because i think we could it just depends kind of which way it's gonna go and i think if people really take a stand and aren't complacent and put their money where their mouth is then we could have them by the balls i don't think we do yet but i think it could be trending that way um The average person I don't think really realizes just how horrible and how mafia-like mainstream entertainment is. That was kind of one of the things that red-pilled me at the beginning is um, I'd written a TV series that we were in the process of pitching to major networks and stuff. And then Glad, the Gay Defamation League, brought the boot down and was like, we will fight you every step of the way in making this. And people don't realize they have a representative in every single writer's room for any TV show, any film. They have to approve. So we see what they want people to see.
2: And what was their justification for saying that? that I
1: hate myself and I'm homophobic, which is kind of true. I I don't hate myself. They say you have uh, internalized homophobia. I'm like, no, it's
2: externalized. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it's probably just because you ate Cheerios growing up, though, right? Hmm. (laughs) Uh, That turns people gay. Oh, does it? I thought it was.
1: uh, What was turning the frog, the frickin frogs? Astrazine. Yeah. That a, that's that's,
2: a, that's yes. the water. The water. What's uh, turning t- the freaking humans gay then? The, the Cheerios. <laughs> I don't even like Cheerios. I know. I do. I like them too, which is why I'm gay. Mm. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that explains a lot. That explains why Seamus Coglin brought
0: Cheerios into this house. I was yep. like, blasphemous. There was an article a couple of weeks ago specifically detailing how there's a pesticide that's been found in Cheerios that has been linked to a lot of hormonal disruptions, especially in young children, hormonal disruptions that have led them to become more kind of effeminate rather than masculine. And if you look at what's happening, especially with testosterone levels going down, sperm levels going down, the sizes of men's penises getting smaller, they're Gucci is getting smaller. There is a chemical biological war out there and, you know, I would never want anyone to kind of hate themselves. And I think we really need to speak about this more than ever, because if people are being unwillingly poisoned or unwillingly messed with or tinkered with in order to have population control, as of course, there's fucked up individuals like Bill Gates out there that do control a lot of land, do control a lot of resources, and do believe that there's too many people in this world. They have the ability, especially with everything that they're working on, this, this new Peel stuff that they're also getting out there to the general public. They have a way of pushing us towards more diets, more chemicals, more products that uh, do affect us in very negative ways, as it's fair to say that you can't uh, you know, subjugate a society when there's strong men filled with a lot of testosterone who have a lot of muscles, who are he- healthy, who are happy, who are willing to stand up for themselves and their family members. You can't subjugate a society like that easily. You got to fight them, you got to kill them. And I do think, and this is my conspiracy. You could give me your kind of thoughts and opinions if you think that this has any merit or not. But I really do think there is a chemical biological war against human beings in the Western world and we are seeing the utter destruction of masculinity and males not just from a psychological perspective but from a mental physical uh, perspective that we're seeing um, literally represented with more kind of effeminate males out there.
2: Just to add some credence uh, or evidence to your claim, we have the most heavily regulated food market and food industry in the world. I mean the FDA is extraordinarily overbearing so if we are having all of these chemicals and drugs that get approved, and all and vaccines that get forced into our bodies, and we find out not even not even weeks or months later, sometimes the day of, <laughs> we're, we're able to look at the studies and realize that we've been lied to, and the the you know the commissioners or the people that are responsible for for regulating these products, they simply don't give a fuck. So I think it lends a lot of credence to Luke's claim that perhaps this is an intentional uh, you know biological war against the American people.
0: Yeah, and I think we should have a larger conversation about it instead of just hating people for you know the way they are. I think hate doesn't really create anything. It's not a it's not an energy that builds. It's not an energy that grows. And I, I think we have a lot of destruction around us. And I think society, social media, and a lot of central controllers want more destruction. They want more divisiveness. They want more hate out there. And again, I'm no one to place judgment on on anyone. I'm, I don't want to do that. But I think. Hey, looking at the chemicals, RFK Jr., uh, you know, love him or hate him, he's been talking about these specific issues for a very long time, especially when it comes to all the pollutants, all the poisons, all the chemicals in our food and our drinking water that is just being normalized by the federal government that just looks the other way every time a major corporation poisons the local population. This
2: is the thing that I don't get about Democrats, including the RFK Jr.'s of the world, who I would consider one of the better, if not the best uh, you know, high profile Democrat these days is that like this dude spent decades of his life essentially suing the federal government, like just suing governmental agencies for not doing their fucking jobs and for the American people being poisoned. He also sued corporations, of course, which are are deeply in bed with the government. But I don't understand how a guy like that doesn't come to the conclusion that it is it, it, the, the regulatory uh, fixes that he prescribes. They do not work. You have complete corporate capture. You have capture of the governmental system. So the answer has to be that you open up these companies to liability and you decrease the the power of the federal government so that they don't have so much incentive to go and purchase these politicians. But that's not his answer. His answer is to fucking manipulate interest rates and blah, blah, blah. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Someone on
0: the on the Rumble chat just said, it's in your detergents. It's in your perfumes. It's in your colognes. It's also in your furniture. It's also all around you. It, it's, it's hard to find. Fucking avoid so much of this nonsense, and and trust me, I got a big nose. I got a big snuzzle. I, I smell it out all the time. I'm like, who who's got this smell in here? And I'm like, what's this artificial freaking? I'm, I'm I'm literally like like the huge nose meme. Steph knows this personally too. <laughs> she 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 lit an incense like two two doors down, and as soon as she lit it, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, what is that, What is this? I'm getting a headache. You're making, you're making me too? gay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, uh, is,
2: it is. It is amazing though, because you look at these these uh, you know black and white footage of of young American people, or not even young, like thirty and forty year olds, and like to a man, they're all you know, BMI under 20, you know, like look like healthier people. And they're probably smoking cigarettes and most of them are alcoholics, but they're still in decent shape. Our our country today is just like almost everyone's fat, like almost everyone. And not just fat, but like fucking fat, dude, like really, really morbidly obese. And, and it's just become more and more normalized. And instead of like, all right, now we have this mental health crisis. Should we prescribe uh, maybe a gym regimen, a little treadmill action, maybe a little dietary restriction? No, no, no. Just fucking throw a pill on it. And oh, if that doesn't work, if the uh, the SSRIs don't fix you, well, now we got Ozempic. Now we got this thing that's going to make you not hungry again. Also, it may give you diarrhea for the rest of your fucking life. Whatever. Just fucking pop it in your body. It's all good.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, uh, someone in the chat room just said uh, vacuum nose nose and uh, yeah that does fit uh, but uh, this is why a lot of people talk about the importance of uh, nose breathing this is why it's important to have air filters I have an air filter where I sleep where I work because this shit is fucking everywhere and it's so fucking annoying that there's so much bullcrap out there that again we never consented to we never got a decision to be inundated with but we have to be fucking surrounded by all this fucking bullshit all the time and uh, people wonder why why are cancer rates going through the roof? Why are people so fucked up? Why are people so uh, hormonally destroyed? Why are, why are the uh, endocrine systems so fucked up? Why do you think we literally have a regulatory agency that punishes small businesses that make sure that they can't compete with the big companies that are literally poisoning people and, according to, to some analysts, making people gay? Now, I don't care if you are, whatever, do whatever you want. Not the know. right people. But 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 yeah, when you're turning people trans and gay deliberately, uh, because of all the chemicals you're adding to all the things that we're surrounded to with, those people should at least have some consent
2: to what they're doing, and there's no consent, and that's fucked up. Just, in so, my opinion. just to put a little fucking end end uh, cap on this, you 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 exist. If you're an American, which I'm sure some of you are not, but most of you are, if you're an American, you exist into the largest government in human history right now. So the answer can't be. As RFK Jr. or any of these other fucking Democrats, even the ones that seem somewhat sane, the answer cannot be to grow the size of the state. The only answer has to be diminishing uh, not just federal power, but also state level. The, the regulatory bodies all the way down to the state level are absolutely fucking up the food supply. They're allowing for oligopolies and monopolies of food production. Uh, and innovation is, is declining, despite the fact that we allegedly exist under the largest economy of all time. But you actually look around you and it's like, well, the opportunities are diminishing, even though the GDP is skyrocketing because the biggest corporations are making more and more. Well, the average person is struggling more and more. The answer, as always, is to fucking cut the government in half, 80 percent, 90 percent, whatever.
0: So, in uh, related effeminate uh, trans uh, women news, we have this from Kid Rock, who of course came oh, out wow. on the Joe Rogan experience and this clip made me and mad. it's not just this clip there's multiple clips there's him telling people, "Yeah, drink butt light, it 's totally fine, even though again massive amounts of fluoride in beer. Calcifies your pineal gland and absolutely wrecks havoc on not just your organ but your cognitive and mental skills. Apparently, as it well. also shrinks your brain. And uh, it does. I didn't know. brain. no, it does. And it it's Bud Light literally hired a, a trans activist to try to pitch beer and alcohol to small children that, of course, were predominantly his fucking audience. And Kid Rock is saying they never apologized, they never really recognized that they made a mistake here but fuck it forgive him drink the butt light he also admitted that he went to the bohemian grove a secret society where male prostitutes are shipped in and they literally do mock child sacrifices to effigies of moloch so what? Uh, yes and uh, kid rock described how he went there he was like oh yeah i was hoping to see some crazy satanic shit and he talks about how he went there many years ago not giving a specific date there but how almost anyone and everyone in the hollywood industry was there and i would say his most controversial comment was about the situation in the middle east where he literally advocated for the killing of tens of thousands of civilians yeah, if there ever was a bad take to uh, make here, I think this would be it. It's, it's a 32-second clip. Let's just play it to get people's uh, perspective and
5: comments on this. Well, I don't yeah. disagree with what Israel's doing. It's like they should just go in there and be like, you know what? We want our hostages back. If we don't have them back, clock starts now in fucking 24 hours. We're going to start bombing motherfuckers and killing fucking civilians. 30, 40,000 a fucking time. So you civilians better fucking pack up and fucking get these fucking motherfuckers and t- <laughs> you you go against them. You fucking go against them. We're not playing fucking games with you. But that's yeah, the, the only thing people understand. This is what armed. happened in Nagasaki and Hiroshima.
0: You see what happens, kids, when you drink butt lights? This is why you don't drink booze and then go on podcast shows to express your political opinions. Holy fucking cow. You're, you're advocating for literal fucking genocide whether it's happening or it's not, you could argue that whatever you, when you're arguing for the death of tens of thousands of civilians, maybe you're not on the good side here, but that's just my two cents. I know Clint is, is has yeah, his I'll, panties I'll, in I'll a bunch with this. With this, is, this why one.
1: does anybody care what kid rock has to say? When was the last time He's he even greatest made music? musician
2: musician of my era. What's your era? <laughs> the retard <laughs> era. The, the, yeah. the, the Limp biscuit era. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a great era. Um, Look, it, yeah, obviously, what, what's remarkable about it is that what he's describing is actually what's happening. He's saying, he's saying, no, um, what we're going to do is we're going to fuck you. You either turn over the hostages or we're going to kill thirty or 40,000 innocent civilians at a clip. Hey, kid, that's exactly what's fucking happening, you <laughs> asshole. You unbelievable asshole. Is it bringing the hostages back? No. In fact, Hamas offered the hostages back, but they wanted a ceasefire, and Israel told them to shut up their fucking ass. Do you care about that? No, you don't. Do you care about the fact that there's over a million children in this city do you care about the fact that they told them that they could only stay in gaza city and then they told them that they had to go to the next town and the next town and the next town and now they're all the way down to rafa they're in the last city in uh that portion of palestine mm. and they are up against uh egypt and they have nowhere else to go and the bombing continues kid so what do you call it i don't even it feels weird to call you kid whatever the fuck <laughs> your real name is but- mr rock yeah, Mr. Rock. This this is this is a, a an absolute dead end. You're advocating for genocide. You come across like a fucking redneck asshole. You come across like the neoconservatives that ultimately destroyed the Republican Party. And and simultaneously, you're advocating for people to fucking drink poison because they they paid you or something. You're a pussy. You're his like real his, his real mean.
0: name is Robert James Ritchie. <laughs> so.
3: Clint, what do you think the end game is for pushing everyone down there next to the border of Egypt?
2: I mean. What it looks like, the reason people are referring to it as either a genocide or ethnic cleansing is that they have driven the entire population, which includes over half of the population as children, or at least people under 18, whether you want to refer to them as kids. Most of us in America refer to them as children. Uh, There's a million of them remaining. I don't know. Maybe there's 950,000 remaining at this point, but they've driven them into the last territory. They have nowhere to go. They have nowhere to escape. They have nowhere to run to. And they're being bombed. So... It looks like ethnic cleansing to me. Yeah. Syrian girl, in response
0: to this, uh, specifically said, Kid Rock has been on Epstein Island, so his support of Israel is caused by the compromise they have on him engaging in pedophilia. Now, again, I haven't seen this corroborated uh, anywhere. I haven't seen him on any kind of lists or public disclosures. But what she's kind of hinting at is that he's kind of forced to make these kind of opinions. And who knows, he does drink a lot of butt light. That does affect your cognitive thinking skills, especially if you're boozing all the time. But he did describe going to the Bohemian Grove, where we know they do some re- really like wild, weird stuff there, and it's also where they get compromise on individuals. So it's not just Epstein's Island. And again, I haven't seen it cooperated. I, I don't. I don't know if he was. It wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me if he if he was because of just how many celebrities have been to that island. Uh, is, Chris is... Tucker being one of them. Uh, Kevin Spacey, of course, being sure. another one. But a lot of celebrities go to the Bohemian Grove. And we know, according to the New York Post, male prostitutes shipped in. And it wouldn't surprise me if this is the place where they bring in all the celebrities and they're saying, you know, we got the video cameras rolling. You're going to get fucked up the butt and we're going to film you and you better do what we tell you or we're going to release it to the general public.
2: I mean, the the truth is you don't need to have compromise on every famous person to have a stupid opinion. Maybe Kid Rock... maybe that's the case with them. I have no fucking clue, but the reality is this before the Epstein Island thing was happening, or at least it was even well known. uh, You had the vast majority of people in the Republican party that were advocating for what amounts to, uh, you know, basically illegal, unconstitutional, immoral invasions of multiple nations all predicated off of lies. And, and they made these same exact arguments that, you know, well, you got to turn over the WMDs. Well, they don't fucking exist, Kid mm-hmm. Rock. You know? So, like, you don't have to have, you know, comp- you don't have to compromise these people to have shitty opinions. Fucking Americans are stupid as fuck. So a lot of them actually feel this way deeply because the TV told them to feel this way. And I know that that sounds uh, very condescending. I mean it to be. You, you guys are idiots and you should do better.
1: Well, it's bizarre how people feel so, in the, who are part of this sort of establishment ruling class celebrities, feel so empowered to just openly talk about this because they know that there will be no consequences, even if they were breaking the law. It's the same thing you mentioned, Kevin Spacey. We just ignore the fact that like three of his accusers mysteriously died in the span of a year. And he felt so empowered knowing that there would be no consequences that he came out and made a video. Alluding to it, kind of boasting about it, knowing that nothing will happen, that he's obviously killing people.
2: One of the weirdest videos I've ever seen. Yeah,
0: and then he did an interview with Tucker Carlson, uh, you know, right right during the Christmas break, which was absolutely confusing. I don't get that. What the fuck was going on there?
2: So bizarre. I would love to ask Tucker about that. Why? Why the fuck did Tucker do that? Like, I can understand Kevin Spacey's a fucking weird dude, but it seemed as if Tucker was in some way. Lending credence to his claims of innocence. And I, unless he knows something, I don't know why he would do that. Like, why would you even put your reputation on the line for this guy accused of such heinous acts? It's bizarre. Gotta, yeah, the whole thing was bewildering, especially with, you know, the serious accusations that were
0: previously made against Kevin Spacey. Now, of course, Kevin Spacey was never found guilty. But the, the allegations were very serious uh, against him. And as we know, he was hanging out with Epstein. He was hanging out with Ghislaine Maxwell. He was hanging out with the royal family. There's a picture of them sitting in fucking royal thrones in the United Kingdom where the queen sat her fat buttocks on. Like, like, there's there's no kind of coincidence here that a lot of these kind of predatory-like individuals all kind of hung out with each other. And, you know, what what Kid Rock described specifically when it came to the Bohemian Grove, specifically when it came to all the kind of A-list celebrities just being there, it, it does highlight how... There are a lot of secrets in Hollywood. There are a lot of very prominent individuals that get to party, get to do wild stuff, that get to hang out with the corporate media, that get to hang out with presidents and all the celebrities, and no one will ever hear about it. There is a boys club. It still is secret, which shows you, again, if they're keeping that away from us, the the TMZ attention-hungry social media industry isn't even finding out about it. They're not even tweeting about it. They're not even talking about it which highlights how there's probably a lot more because people always make the argument like, oh, conspiracies are dumb. Someone would talk. Well, they're not talking about all the weird shit that they're doing at the Bohemian Grove. They're not talking about all the weird stuff that they did on the Lolita Express. And that's the perfect way to get compromise somebody. Well,
2: and, and since I spent a good couple minutes dunking on the conservatives for being neocon pieces of shit, let me let me shift to the Democrats who are thoroughly convinced that Vladimir Putin was responsible for electing the president of the United States. These people are such <laughs> fucking morons, it's unbelievable. So, and those are the people that are letting themselves on fire in defense of the Palestinians. So I'm not, I'm not saying that the GOP is worse by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying that that people, the American people broadly, Fall victim time and time again to obvious, blatant propaganda. And it's like, you should have some semblance of a moral compass within you that allows you to analyze these stories and come to your own conclusions without just repeating whatever either Rachel Maddow or Tucker Carlson or Alex Jones says. You have to be able to look at a war and say to yourself, oh, tens of thousands of fucking innocent children are dying. I should probably be on the side of a ceasefire. That's, like, that's just like Humanity 101, but instead people turn to their favorite political pundit or fucking Kid Rock in this instance and they take their advice from them. You have to be able to think for yourself.
0: We have a Rumble rant from my favorite uh, Rumble account, Bill Dozer, 74, who again... Fucking Bill. <laughs> came out and said... Uh, I would hate. Uh, I would have DM'd Steph a pick of of Richard Nixon yesterday, but apparently she doesn't have open DMs on X. Wait, what? Oh, I
1: want. I want to hear about your DMs.
0: Yes, we want to because world we, affairs. I don't want to hear about well, those. Yeah, last night uh, Stephanie made the proclamation that she is opening up her DMs, and she wants to hear from you guys. Leaving me and Clint stunned, being like, "Oh no, that was terrible." <laughs> and uh, Steph, I don't well, know. if you Well, I wanna... have
3: to let you guys all know that I got. Zero what? messages. No. It's because you're fucking. You're, zero. Your DMs are
2: closed.
0: <laughs> Steph, oh. Steph, are your DMs even open?
2: I don't know. I didn't know <laughs> no. that was a thing. Oh, you know how many dick pics hit a firewall? <laughs> what? <laughs> so many dick pics hit the firewall. You send them to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Just
1: God. I, I got Mike zero Carla. messages.
2: It's the Cheerios talking. Don't oh.
1: listen to him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: So no news there,
0: uh, Steph. We're gonna we're gonna if you want again, your your choice. Uh, Clint could show you how to open up your uh, DMs after this show, <laughs> and then we could continue the conversation on tomorrow, where we of course are going to be. No having... one
3: cares. Nobody
0: cares. I care. No one. Well, well, you know, we'll 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 make sure that you're able to take, uh, yeah, DMs. Uh, after this broadcast, and if you guys want to talk to Stephanie, you can all by going to at Steph We Are Change. And uh, tomorrow we might have an update from the curious messages you guys sent her. As of course uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make sure. You, you, you know, if you want Steph, your choice. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you said you want to do this. You know, we're gonna make sure. I'm just that you're saying gonna...
3: it's cool to 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 build a community to talk. Like, if you guys want to ask questions about, like, you know. Permaculture or different things. I, I think it's just cool to engage with our audience, and and I hope you guys would join the Telegram. It's nice to see you guys every show.
2: It's nice to see your dicks. <laughs> no, yes. we're not
3: that kind of show. Oh, okay? uh, you'd be surprised. Go to Tower Gang if you want to see <laughs> nudity. And deflower your eyeballs, dude. That was a one-off. I point. am
2: that kind of. <laughs> <laughs> my, my producer was drunk, and he pulled up fucking a bunch of assholes on it. it. It was not my fault. Literal assholes, not yeah. just it pictures of Clint. Literal assholes, <laughs> <Yeah>. hairy, <laughs> hairy, Harry. nasty, disgusting
0: assholes were shown on the Tower Gang. Yeah, we that, we
2: deleted that episode immediately. It's only on Rumble if you guys want to watch it, but you should. <laughs> You're still You're really telling us where to find them. Oh my God, it's on Rumble.
1: God yeah. bless Rumble. Yes. Testing out the limits of Rumble. Yes. Yeah.
0: If you want to see hairy assholes, go watch Clint's show. Yeah. Um Liberty Lockdown. No, no, that's the Tower <laughs> Gang. You want to see you wanna see you wanna see that? I'm go the only down.
2: hairy asshole you need to see. Check out Liberty Lockdown. Fuck Tower Gang. Those guys are pieces of shit. Uh, okay. Uh we're gonna continue the conversation. <laughs> Steph's gonna share her damn stories tomorrow
0: as we are going to be going live at 6 p.m. Eastern. To 8 p.m. Eastern again with callers from members of LukeUnfiltered.com. This Saturday in real life meetup, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, only for members of LukeUnfiltered.com. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be really awesome. 4 p.m. I'll bring the taser too. Why not? We'll see what we could get up to as far as trouble, but more importantly, uh, getting to kind of hang out, build a community, talk to each other. So all of that available this upcoming Saturday for members of LukeUnfiltered.com. It really does mean a lot to have you. You guys here are part of this community, Mike. Thank you so much for joining us for for this conversation. I hope you had fun. I hope you're not weirded out too much by us and our, our craziness, as you could definitely see. The show definitely took a different turn on Rumble than you're it did the normal on ones compared to me. Come on now. Thank
1: That's you right. for having me. You I'm are sitting hard. next to Clint. Yes, yeah, true. Exactly. We're the normal ones. He's right.
2: <laughs> uh, where can people follow you?
1: Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at not mike harlow or YouTube and Rumble at mike harlow. Uh, watch my. Show microaggressed, it'll be out this week. And of course, my DMs are open, unlike you. <laughs>
2: Gonna be a flood of cocks. All right, <laughs> add, add liberty lockpod on X or Twitter. Uh, if you subscribe, that's a great way to support my work. Uh LibertyLockdown.locals.com. You can support me there. Or you can just sign up for Liberty Lockdown on Rumble, which is where you're at right now. So you should go watch my episode last night where I get really somber and talk about a man igniting himself in flames, and it's uh it was heartbreaking. Uh, but I think I, I analyzed it in a way that was uh, hopefully not as condescending as I was to you in the 10 minutes prior to this. Uh, but I want to just re- repeat, uh, Italian Aquaman says, I really want to tase Clint for calling us all stupid. I want to let Italian Aquaman know uh, you are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm uh, the host or co host of the best political show. Make sure you guys uh, pull up your RSS and subscribe, as well as Liberty Lockdown. And do not watch Tower Gang, which is on every Wednesday night. It's the most racist and retarded show on the internet, and don't fucking watch it.
0: I'm going to reverse Uno this like one. Everyone, send your that. dick pics to at Liberty Lockdown on Twitter. <laughs> no. yeah, send, yeah. send dick pics immediately. Steph, it's a Steph agrees, right?
3: Yeah, don't send me anything because apparently it doesn't work. I just got onto this social media thing because I was on a digital detox for like four years. So sorry, wow. but not sorry.
0: We'll figure it out. At Steph, we are change. Steph and loves the nitpicks. Thank you.